Hello, friends. Welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends Don and Doug at BBS Radio. And I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. We have a fantastic show, a whole, a whole bunch of different people, wonderful people coming on. Today, during the first half hour, we'll be talking about my upcoming Galactic Wisdom Conference with my good friend and co-host today, uh, Carolyn White. Carolyn, why don't you say hi to the, uh, could you say hi to the audience briefly? Oh, good morning, everyone. I hope you can hear me okay. I'm using a new microphone here, just kind of improvising, but it's, uh, we've got a bright, sunny day, and I really, Ted, I think I feel the, the whole planet shifting energetically. Well, we'll be talking about that in a few minutes. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, but I'm so glad everyone's here today. You know, the planet is really changing quickly. And I really want to uh, thank the um, uh, Canadian truckers for, um, for bringing in freedom today. That's what, part of what the first, hour is going to, the first half hour is going to be about. Because without their help, they have sparked a worldwide um, spiritual evolution. And I would call it a revolution, too, across the whole planet. It was like a match, you know, to, 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 for a tinderbox because people are so fed up with all these crazy restrictions. They don't make any, many of them, many, if not most, uh, don't make any sense. Um, and people are rebelling and I don't blame them one bit, you know, in Canada, you know, they, uh, people have lost their jobs. The art, the government of Trudeau has artificially clamped down on the economy. The economy is hurting. The truckers are hurting. They're hardworking, beautiful people, and they just want to work and get their lives back and have freedom again. Is that so much to ask for? We here in the United States are the same. And um, I'm so happy there's a convoy now being formed for District uh, District of Columbia, D.C., Washington, D.C., where the fake president is, Biden or whatever his name is. Um, but um, people need to stand up. And now that people have stood up, are standing up for their um uh, for, for their freedoms, I think this this whole ascension cycle really has been moved up really rapidly. Um, that's that's what I'm seeing, and I did see um, the, the us going into fourth dimension as a whole, planetary whole, within about eight months. Now that's shifted to six months. So we're looking at August. So for those of you who like third density, you know, um, enjoy it because <laughs> you got about six months left. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> And um, when we shift into fourth uh, fourth density, everyone is going to gain the, the ability to communicate telepathically. Everyone will become psychic. We will all feel much lighter. I think I think we'll be happier, frankly. And um, you won't need to eat happy meals to be happy. That's a joke, bad joke. But anyway, um, but I, I think everyone, as we shift, this, this is our purpose. The planet is supposed to be a paradise going into the higher dimensions. And then after we shift, into the fourth dimension later this year, then we'll shift into 5D in 2025. But I'm told now, thanks to thanks to the Canadian truckers, we're going to shift into 5D early in the fall of 2024. So um, it's kind of like, um, and, and as the vibrations go higher and higher, you're going to see a lot of the conflicts on the planet melting away because people uh, as President Kennedy told me a year ago, people are all one. We all have the spark of the creator within us. And we're all God's children in a way, regardless of our race, creed, color, or what language we speak or where we're from. And once we realize that, why would you hurt your neighbor or a family member or a friend if, they all, if, they're all, if we're all the same? And um, that's, that's what I think the most important lesson of, of all this is. Um, and Caroline, I'd love your take on it, by the way. Well, exactly. And I think one of the things that has happened 
uh, over the last two years, and especially we see that with uh, in, in Canada, that there's a, um, they wanted to divide us and right. have a almost like, well, it's going back to totalitarianism, communism, right. uh, under the guise of totalitarianism, is that there's only the, the elite 1% rule and decide what happens. And, uh, you know, um, the peons can have no say in, in, in things. Nothing. And that's why people yeah. are standing up now to, they realize that all yeah. of these rules have nothing to do with health, health. have nothing, nothing to do, with, to do with the well-being of right. people. It's all about exercising control, getting this the new world order. You look at um, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Right. Well, his, his uh, protégés are uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, Jakina Arcada, uh, and various other world uh, you know, powers, uh, uh, leaders. And I think one of the, right. the things that people are realizing that this is all BS and they're calling them on it. Yeah, now. They're right, saying, right. look, you know, it, people, uh, I, I mentioned this on the show a couple of weeks ago. If you look at the numbers of people that have, uh, you know, died every year mm-hmm. that the numbers have been maintaining a, a you know, a, a steady, uh, increase and decrease in world population. But what's happened right now is people are seeing that after two, three, four, all these different uh, shots is that the people that are dying are the ones that have actually the, had these the experimental shots. shots. Exactly. That's right. That's right. So I That's think right. this is this is the thing. People are waking up now and becoming aware. There's still about a third of the population mm-hmm. that is asleep. Mm-hmm. But there's that other third that's been all along waving the flag and saying, now, wait a minute, you know, right. it's like it's like right. the emperor's new clothes. This right. is this this is right. fake. And right. I think, though, that's what's happening is that that other kind of third in the middle are right. starting to see right. the um, the fallacy and really what this is, uh, this whole scamdemic or plandemic is really, uh, really all is, about. Yeah, it's about so. There, there's a beautiful. There's a bit. We're gonna. We're gonna bring in um, uh, my friend Natalie from Italy in just a few minutes here, and she's gonna tell us about what it's like there. Uh, a dose of reality. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to give people hope in Italy because I do see that ending in Italy as well. I have a lot of listeners in Italy, of course, throughout Europe. Um, if we could, there's a beautiful song that a friend of mine from um, Canada sent me here a couple of days ago. I promised him I'd play it today. It's on the YouTube link. It's about four minutes or so. If we could play that now, and then um, we'll bring in um, Natalie from Italy in just a minute. Don, if we could play that, if we if we can, and if if we can't, we've got tons of things to talk about. But thanks, thanks so much, Don. Every game t 
Isn't that an amazing um, uh, video? A very inspiring, very, very oh, inspiring, is. absolutely inspiring. And it's interesting, Ted, because uh, I know Jerry's sister-in-law, who's in lives in Edmonton, mm-hmm. says that the CBC, CTV, and Global News just aren't giving the coverage. And the coverage that they're giving is uh, very negative slanted. and very slanted. Doesn't, doesn't represent what's going on with the truckers. And right. if people are interested in on Telegram, there is a Telegram page that's uh, just, it's all one word, Truckers for Freedom. And mm-hmm. they are keeping up to date on everything that's going on, not only in Canada and Ottawa, uh, Windsor at the Ambassador Bridge, uh, right. Emerson, right. Alberta, uh, right. uh, excuse right. me, Manitoba and uh, in Alberta and all around the world, Brussels, right. uh, Romania, right. Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand, you name everyone, it. people, people. Yeah. I mean, it's just the world, the whole globe in the last right. couple of weeks has just felt a lot energetically, right. absolutely a lot lighter because of all these people that are standing, standing up. up standing up well i want to give um i have natalie on the line from italy um i want to bring her on uh here now if we can uh, just to talk about what things are going along there i do see it ending in italy too but um i think that what's what's happening in italy too is is provoking a big backlash Um, natalie are you there hello ted thank you for having me oh it's so good (laughs) to talk to you where whereabouts are you are you in rome no i'm in milan I'm oh, Milan. Milan. Okay. Okay. Tell us, um, tell, yeah. if you could tell my, uh, um, Natalie, this is my uh, friend, Carolyn. She's on the show with me today, co-hosting. Hi, Natalie. <laughs> tell us, um, <laughs> nice tell meeting us you. yeah, tell us a little bit about what kinds of things have they required people there in Italy? Like you, t- you were telling me all kinds of stuff on the phone the other day and what, yeah. Yeah. Right now it's still kind of complicated because if you are not vaccinated, uh, you can only access like to really basic things like uh, go to the grocery store and um, go to the pharmacy and uh, to the optrician like for the for your um, glasses and uh, what else can you do that's much it if you want to go to a bank or to the post office like that or to any public office you need a test You can go, but you need uh, to be tested before or even to the hairdresser. And um, but I can't access like uh, any theater, any museum, everything which is linked to culture is like not possible. Hmm. Even with a test, you can't go and uh, no concert. And uh, that's really well, it sounds like horrible. It sounds worse than the Nazis of World War Two. Yeah, I mean, I, I I haven't lived that one, but I right. um, I yeah. think, and then you obviously, if you are not vaccinated, you can't go to the um, to a restaurant or to a bar or ca- a cafe. You can't even sit outside. Right. That's really crazy. Right. But well, um, I think they will uh, slowly, slowly lift it. But the thing which concerns me the most at the moment is I'm over. Uh, 50 and they introduced like a mandatory um, vaccination for all people over 50 so uh, if you don't uh, do your vaccination then you have to pay a fine which is 100 euro which is still manageable 
But if you want to work and they they find you in your office or uh, wherever you are working, then they will find you with, uh, I think, between 600 and uh, uh, 1,500 euros, which is a lot. And so people are kind of forced to get the vaccine, which is, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's... That's really not uh, yeah, the, the mortality um, rates. Not of, easy to. Yeah, the mortality what? rates from the uh, from the shots are really high. I mean, we're talking approaching fifty percent and more, eighty percent among the elderly, uh, both here in the United States and in Germany and and other country, Italy as well. Um, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about the fact that um, there's been a forty percent increase in deaths uh, among people between the ages of 18 and 60, 64 years old here in the United States, according to insurance companies, they're going to have to start raising premium because so many people are dying. So many people are applying for life insurance uh, proceeds that the, the industry could go bankrupt. They could go bankrupt because there's so many people dying. How could anybody in their right mind advocate these shots when there's so much death? I don't understand. You know, it's an out and out re- a genocide program. And you have to remain strong. I do time travel and I've looked into the future. This will be ending in Italy in a couple of months and throughout Europe. What do you think, Carolyn? Oh, I, I agree with you. I mean, this is uh, the whole protest is spilling, uh, spilling over. But I'm curious, Natalie, what kind of news coverage in Italy is being presented about the, uh, the truckers and the freedom of uh, convoys throughout the well not canada and also uh, the world that's an interesting question question because in the mainstream media obviously they don't report any anything about that you really have to to look in other alternative medias to find something about the truckers in canada and uh, there are also truckers now going to uh, to paris i think they they will reach paris maybe on this weekend and um, but you even like you have every Saturday a lot of protesters in in uh, every main uh, big city in Italy and the the um, normal media they don't report about that. I mean, uh, Montagnier was here like uh, I think three weeks uh, ago. Mm-hmm. speaking on one of these events in in, in milan and uh you you couldn't hardly find some something about that uh on the media wow yeah and luc montagnier was a famous nobel peace prize winner uh, i actually had the had the privilege of meeting him at a water conference a couple of years ago very nice man and um i'm going to be honoring him in about an hour on the show that'll be at 11 30 today um, and um, we also have a water segment too, but we'll, I'll, go, I'll go into that soon. Well, uh, Tina or uh, Natalie, I want you to remain strong because good times are coming. What do you see, Carolyn? Uh, if you could re- just for people in Italy and throughout Europe, this house of cards, cards is collapsing, and it won't be much longer before all of these mandates go by the wayside. Isn't there something like twenty-four or twenty-five countries now that have g- gotten rid of these these mandates? Yes. Um, they have, you know, this yeah. is the last, last of the evil. And um, what is the prime minister of Italy? His name is Draco, Draco or some awful thing. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> that, part of the Achilleans, you know, why don't they just, yeah. you know, put fangs on him and have green scaly skin everywhere. It's about, about right for what he is, but 
anyway, um, yeah. Carolyn, love your love your um, viewpoint on that. Oh, I I I agree with you. Uh, we have we've seen like Norway just dropped all of their restrictions. Denmark has, and uh, what's what we're seeing here is that the la- the str- last strongholds of these puppets of the um, let's call them the World Economic Forum, but it's basically uh, the ones that are into the control. And I think Italy, the people of Italy are going to do with the current government what they did to Mussolini and his mistress. Right. right. They're eventually, I think, what's going to happen uh, because the uh, well, the Italians are very freedom-loving, passionate people, and they're going to have enough. And I think that uh, what's what's happening is that they're going to be there's going to be a, a breaking, and they're just going to say enough, and 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 uh, you're going right. to see it's almost like overnight that right. uh, the government's going to be uh, disposed of. But there's they're they're fighting. I tell you they. The uh, these negative influences, uh, the the archons, the cabal are fighting tooth and nail to stay yeah, alive. Yeah. They are right, right. And they're showing their their true colors. And I think, like I said, right. Italy, uh, Italy, and New Zealand, Australia, they're sort of the last uh, strongholds of where this this repressive uh, governments are. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Natalie, we we all we all send you lots of love and light. Please hang on. Um, this is almost over with. I guarantee they'll be over in a couple of months in in Italy, the beautiful country where you live. I love the Italian people. Actually, my next guest coming on in a few minutes is lives in Italy. So, but we'll be talking about some other topics in a few minutes. But but hang in there. Things will get better. Okay. Thank you. And um, yes. Uh, I hope also in, in the States that uh, things will getting better soon. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. I know they will. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> beautiful beautiful to meet you. And remember, Natalie, just keep, uh, you know, keep the high vibrations, keep the love, and uh, remember that uh, we are all, you know, uh, from higher realms, we're all protected, and all we have to do is ask for help. So love and light. Love and light. Right. All right, Natalie, have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for coming on. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. My next guest is uh, Irvin Laszlo. He's one of the world's uh, most famous scientists. He's a philosopher, written, I think, over... I don't know how many books, maybe a hundred or more books, hundreds of articles, um, wonderful philosopher of science. And he's also going going to be bringing in a friend of his from Budapest, Hungary, on remote viewing, uh, no, no, on, on remote healing, actually. And I've got, um, her name is a Dr. Maria Sagi, and um, I hope they can get on okay. I sent them the uh, the Zoom links and everything. Um, but um, I was going to ask, uh, let's talk about the conference here we're having next month, Carolyn. And uh, Don's been having some technical issues with a that 22-minute video we did on on the on the water on the uh on the uh fundraiser for the hopi so mm-hmm. i'm going to i have to i'll get off my video you'll still hear me on audio but let's go ahead and talk about the because i've got to send it on this computer to him so we can play it during the next hour okay. uh, but anyway it's just one of those things um but if you could um talk let's talk about the conference it's on february 
Uh, no, no. Uh, March uh, 12th and 13th. Yes. Um, and it's by Zoom. Uh, normally, we have these in normal year. Any, nothing's been normal this year. But anyway, in a normal year, we would have it in person. But um, this year, we're having it by Zoom. But next year, I hope hope we can uh, do it. I think we will be. The way things are going, we will be able to do it, you know, in, in person. But uh, it brings brings together some of the world's most famous and interesting people, including Professor Laszlo, of course, um, and then uh, Jerry Pollack of the University of Washington, one of the world's most famous water scientists. Uh, Emmanuel Leiter, a, a famous French Hollywood film director. He's a good friend of mine. He'll be giving a presentation um, as well as uh, we've got quite a bit. Um, uh, Irvin Laszlo will be giving a presentation. I will be giving a presentation. You'll be giving a presentation to your ac- accomplished psychic medium in your own right and a fantastic aura reader. You take pictures of people and their in their auras and you can tell all kinds of things uh, about them. But we've got a lot of wonderful people coming on, and um, it's reasonable. It's $55 for the whole weekend. The website is um, uh, www.galacticwisdomconference.com. It's not completely updated yet, but it should be later this week. And you can still, you you can buy your your tickets now. Okay. Yeah, no, you can. It's, uh, we just, we have to get up uh, uh, a a video at, Basically, the uh, we don't have all of the presenters up there. That you yeah. can, uh, if you go in and you look, uh, go into uh, www.galacticwisdomconference.com, right. and you'll see uh, buy live stream tickets. Right, and it is easy. And you know, Ted, I think one of the things about uh, shifting to the virtual conference is that we've been able to uh, get together with people. All around the world, uh, we've had people participate uh, from as far away as Japan and Norway, Germany, uh, Australia, New Zealand. And one of the, the awesome things about this is that uh, with your ticket to the conference, uh, you can watch the you can participate on the live stream, which is uh, actually quite fun because you can, you know, chat with people and uh, ask questions. And also the videos for all the conference will be available to view for another six months. So the $55 is that you don't, you know, you don't have to, although it, you know, it's a contribute to the, the overall energy. You can pick up and watch the videos uh, at your leisure uh, for for six months. And there's just so much rich uh, content. Uh, I know last time that we had uh, David Icke on, and he is just, you know, uh, Ted, he has been involved with uh, telling all of us, you know, for over 30 years, what really is going on behind the scenes with, the, the government and the new world order and the economic system. And uh, he's a very uh, accomplished uh, author. He used to be a sportscaster for the BBC uh, until he started getting a bit uh, uh, political about a few things. So he was the last time, and we're hoping to have him on again. And uh, the people that are on have such a wealth of knowledge and things that you will not hear in mainstream kind of media because, or even 
see on on YouTube because this is all privately hosted. Uh, Dr. Lee Merritt will be on, and she's also a wealth of information. She's one of the America's frontline doctors and has uh, seen a lot and asked a lot of a lot of questions. So I think that uh, if you can uh, participate, like I said, if you can't, uh, on, if you're not available on the 12th or 13th, let's sign up anyway, and you can uh, come in and, and, and watch. The Zoom link is, is uh, available, and then you can watch the videos for, for up to six months. So it's a great, uh, great opportunity to uh, listen and, and learn from some of the uh, you know, great minds, alternative thinkers, free thinkers, and people who are very aware and consciously evolving. And I think that's one of the main uh, points, Ted, about this conference. It is about wisdom, and it's also about bringing attention to certain things in people's lives that we've been kind of hypnotized to, to ignore. And it's, uh, we are all powerful, sovereign beings. And I, what's happening now is that uh, each one of us individually is stepping up to the plate and taking back our, our power. But in doing so, we also realize that we are all part of, of the one. We're all human beings. And even though we're, uh, you know, we're made of the same stuff, we're all very unique. Together, we are more powerful than those that want to control us. So I think that uh, it's, uh, it's, it's worthwhile. It's very, very reasonable uh, for the, uh, the weekend and access to the videos. Oh, and pro- I think um, uh, Billy Zora uh, Palo Earth, uh, she will, will be there and uh, give us some uh, interesting insights into to Telos. So just a, a whole array. And like Ted said, we'll be updating the, uh, as we get the guests confirmed, we'll be updating the website with the, the, current, uh, the current participants. Right. Uh, that's, so uh, if, if you can, just an awesome, awesome event over the, the weekend, March uh, 12th and 13th, 2022. Right. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. We seem to be having some um, difficulties. Um, um, oh, no, wait a minute. They just sent me an email. Let's see here. Um, okay. They're having troubles getting on. I will go ahead and, uh, okay. Um, oh, while you're emailing them, I'm also going to mention here, going to hold up here. Um, this is also another thing that I think is both near and dear to my heart and Ted's heart is as well. Uh, there is a, uh, uh, concert for clean water for Hopi and Navajo. It's a world water day, March 22nd, 2022, uh, 6 PM to 7 30 PM Pacific daylight time. And one of the things is that, uh, if you've been uh, listening to Ted's uh, shows over the last, well, Ted, you've been broadcasting for, uh, what, seven, seven or so years, Eight. that there's been, uh, you know, a, a very 
a concerted effort to raise funds for uh, the Hopi, not only for providing them uh, food, but also for helping promote uh, getting clean water to them through uh, providing filtration systems. And uh, uh, they're looking at uh, you know, treating the different wells because the poisoned water is one of the major problems on the, both the Hopi and the Navajo reservations. And there's about 75% of the reservation's drinking water is, is, is tainted. Well, this is because there's been decades of outside mining and these mining consortiums were mining uranium and they just, uh, their mining practices uh, decimated the, uh, and polluted the aquifer. So I, you know, to, to put this in perspective, their uh, drinking water has twice twice the EPA limit of arsenic, and it has hazardous levels of uranium and other toxic contaminants. So the thing is, is that the mining companies aren't providing any kind of relief, and the uh, EPA and the federal government is also dragging their, their heels on this. It's just there. So what we have uh, been working with is, uh, uh, and as Ted has, has promoted on his show, the Clean Water Foundation of Washington, uh, Airline Ambassadors uh, International, and also Sedona Spotlight are hosting this uh, particular uh, concert. And there's going to be about a, uh, it's an hour and a half, and the first half is going to be uh, kind of an overview of really the boots on the ground and what, what people have been, uh, we've been doing. And the second half is going to be just an awesome, awesome conference uh, with, uh, we're going to have uh, guest celebrities, uh, Marisol Nichols, uh, Chris Hansen, uh, who was uh, uh, a news reporter about uh, trafficking, uh, child tra tra trafficking, and a whole array of different performing artists. So uh, it is, um, if you go to uh, sedonaspotlight.com that's www.sedonaspotlight.com all hey. one word there's a link that uh, you can go to get information and it's actually it's it's free to everyone you just have to register and there's just a suggested uh, levels of, of donations so that is uh, and we're going to also be talking about that on uh, if I think we do that the uh, clip a little uh, later, but basically, this is uh, you know to help raise not only funds but raise awareness of the right, the human right of uh, having clean drinking water for well the the Hopi and the Navajo, and they're uh, the I would call them the the really peacekeepers of the planet because the word Hopi means peace. We are. Um... My friends in Italy and in Hungary are getting blocked um, and are not able to use the computer to join our um, radio show. So what I'm doing now is I'm, um, uh, I'm sending them the telephone numbers where they can call, um, call in, um, in Italy. So we hopefully will get this fixed in a minute. I've never had problems like this before, but at any rate, uh, we'll see what we can do. 
Um, it's a new world, Ted. Well, I think we're, I think we're I think we're getting interfered with by the, oh, yes. the negative energy energies, but it's okay. Uh, we'll we'll get them on here. Um, anyway, um, it's amazing to me how um, desperate the uh, the negatives are right now with all the stuff they're they're doing. Okay. Okay, we just had one of one of the people enter in. Maria just came on. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, great. Great. Now they just came on. I was just going to um, to try another way to get people. Oh, here comes uh, here, here comes Laszlo. Excellent. Okay, great. I know in in Canada even they were blocking the internet. Uh, it was uh, sporadic the last couple of days. I know so. it. I know it. I know it. Um, Maria and Irvin, how are you doing, my friends? Okay, I'm I'm fine here. Maria, are you on? Yes. Yeah, I I I'm I'm fine. Do you hear me? Yes, of course. Yes, I hear you just fine, my friends. We had some technical difficulties there, and I'm so sorry. Um, but uh, at any rate, um, we're back on again, which is okay. good. And, and um, hold on here. Let me um, do something here. Okay. Let me look here. Okay, good, good. Well, um, anyway, it's so good. It's so good to have you on today. I'm sorry for the uh, for the delay. Um, um, but uh, anyway, um, uh, I want to mention to everyone that uh, Professor Laszlo is having a wonderful conference on on uh, February 22nd. the The date is very auspicious. It's two twenty two twenty two, and and it's his upshift conference um, for to celebrate his new book, but also more than that, a way of 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 looking at 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 this at this time as a as a chance for humanity to do things in a really good way to create a beautiful bright planet. Um, Professor Laszlo has done so much good work over the years, and I want to thank him as well to um, as well for introducing me to. Uh, um, to Dr. Maria here, who does remote viewing, uh, or, or remote viewing or remote healing, actually, and um, so I'm so glad to, I'm so happy to have to have her on today. Um, anyway, uh, Professor Laszlo, would you like to say a few a few words before we start with Maria? Just Ted, uh, 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 just to say to Ted, yes, about Maria. Maria has been my colleague, but also my personal healer for maybe 25 or 30 years. Oh my gosh, wow. And when she talks about, about healing over a distance, I can tell you that that's what she has been doing. She can diagnose if there is something wrong with me, just from a simple, uh, simple upset stomach to, to something more serious, it might be, God forbid. But she can feel what is happening to my body across space and time. And that's what she does with her is her patients. Mm-hmm. You can actually switch, switch in to their mm-hmm. frequency, as it were. Mm-hmm. And she can explain how, how that works. All I can say is that it works. Uh, she, can, she can diagnose, diagnose mm-hmm. and then at the same time can also suggest therapy. Very often, so homeopathic remedies, simple remedies, natural, usually natural remedies, Nothing, usually not anything synthetic or, or, or very interventive. But this soft treatment seems to work. It keeps people healthy. 
and and uh, it's a fantastic way of what I have been calling reading the Akashic field. And Maria believes that this is what she's doing. She's reading the Akashic field. This is just by way of introduction that I suggest that you ask Maria the questions that you think you and your viewers would like to hear and to know about. Uh, I will help to explain things if necessary. It's okay. Maria's not, not, her, not her native tongue, you know, the English, but she manages, I think, quite well. Okay. It will help if necessary. Okay, wonderful, wonderful, Professor Laszlo, and I, and um, I'd love to invite both of you, of course, to give presentations at my conference next month. But we can talk about that later. I think you do wonderful work, and I'd be honored to have you both as speakers at my conference. Yeah, so we could do pre-records or you know, or, li- or live, whatever you like. So uh, anyway, well, wonderful, Maria. Well, thanks, and thanks for coming on today, Maria. And welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Thank you very much. Wow. Well, this is this is something I've I've always been interested in too, and I know Carolyn, my friend, uh, Dr. Carolyn White, co-hosting with the show for me today, she's been interested in it in it too. How did you get started in in doing this? Um, if you don't mind, I'm always interested in how, how people, you know, end up doing what they're doing. Um, oh, it was it was many 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 years ago. I I I met a, a priest, a Hungarian priest. Mm-hmm. And and he did some uh, some uh, healing work, uh, and he he needed only uh, herb, herbal teas and and carrots, so and juice and so just vegetable and herbal teas. But he used he used a pendulum, and he he chose which person what what actually needs what what herbal tea or what carrots or what or what else. And that, that was the first time I saw something like that. And it was very interesting for me how he could diagnose and how he, how he could see that I need carrots and the other person needs another, you know, another, another vegetable. And so I went to, to learn to, to, her, to, to him. And slowly, I, it turned out that I can also very good uh, use this pendulum. So I learned there in the first uh, first etap, I learned there to use the pendulum. And then I, I learned how, how to choose, uh, how, how to choose the teas, these herbal teas. And afterwards, there were, there were many, many steps until I got to this method, what I'm doing now. Well, that's uh that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful, and and I'd love to talk to um, Hersa Laszlo about this too. What what kinds of things can you help people with using your techniques? Anything or just curious? So you know anything? It's not not that a method which helps to anything, mm-hmm. but I can I can have I can have if you have an injury, for instance, if right. you has a if you have an inflammation, if you have a if you have also a chronic disease. For, for allergies or many many things of course not everything but 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 a, right. a wide palette of, of right. your symptoms wow that's fantastic and um so you have i uh, you have probably you have clients all over the world probably and um, <laughs> yes yes yeah. i do yes i do that's nice that's nice well it tells me and carolyn i'd love your opinion on this too it tells me you're shifting you're actually already probably shifted into the higher dimensions and you're actually doing higher dimensional healing uh, 
And when you do that, you go into the fourth, fifth dimension beyond the third here, you can heal anyone anywhere just by plugging into their, their energy. What a beautiful concept. Um, and I think we're going to see more of that in the future. Um, Carolyn, what, what's uh, love your comment on that? Well, this is the thing. We are more than just three-dimensional right. beings. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I appreciate, hi, hi, Maria. I so appreciate hi. that you uh, have been able to uh, cultivate your talent and, and abilities. And I think that it is, uh, uh, you know, really time and space are a c- construct. And when, uh, you know, to me, because I have done, types of remote viewing it's that uh, you go beyond time and space into multi-dimensionality but i i don't know how you feel about it but i also feel that when i'm doing this that i'm connected to to the one the creator uh the great spirit to god that it is a uh it is not about me but it is about um being a a conduit for this divine spark, I guess, or divine energy. And I think if we all tie into that divine energy, nothing is impossible. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Nothing nothing is impossible. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I have been talking about this for quite some time. Mm -hmm. I think that is coded into us and energy, mm-hmm. which gives us in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. But the general name of this direction is evolution. Mm-hmm. Evolution toward coherence, oneness, expressed as belongingness and love mm-hmm. on a higher level of, of mind, higher level of, of, the, of the consciousness. Mm-hmm. But we are coded, we are beings who are part of a movement toward a higher level of integration higher forms of consciousness and we can access this information about each other to some extent which goes beyond the senses beyond our five senses we can express it when it comes on a deeper frequency level maria can tell us something about that about because very often this healing information comes on the eeg spectrum at deeper frequencies at frequencies that we don't in the everyday sense sense that we don't access them. They go way beyond the ordinary beta frequencies. They go down to, to, to alpha and even to theta and sometimes into delta. Maria can has, has some experience on how to access these deep frequencies. Would you like to add something, Maria, on that? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, you know, if, I, if I'm concentrating to my, to my patient or to my, to my person who is far, far away from me, then uh, I get into the in a deeper frequency. Uh, so we made some some experience, uh, and and it showed that this deeper frequency is between zero and three, from three to seven, is from delta hertz or 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 theta hertz. And in this frequency, the brain is possible for the brain is possible to get the information from the Akashic field, how, how, how Erwin tells uh, it, and, and how I, I, I'm convinced that it, it comes through the Akashic field. And then in this uh, condition, 
my my nervous system can can reach the information so information from the patient whether this patient is healthy or whether this patient has something trouble something wrong in 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 his body mind uh, is it a very very big situation is it a very small thing or is it a very bad situation so and i use a dowsing growth to this how how to get this information and this dowsing growth will be moved through my nervous system. My nervous system in, in this condition is very sensitive and uh, uh, the dowsing growth will, will, will show me whether this, this uh, patient is now healthy, then in that case, the dowsing growth moves horizontally, whether is it in an inflammation or, or in an injury, then the dowsing growth moves vertically or the dowsing root can, can also be moved in a, a clockwise uh, circle or an anti-clockwise circle. And in the clockwise circle is the problem not that big. And if the dowsing root moves anti-clockwise, then, then the problem, the symptoms, is really, uh, really much bigger than, 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 than we would like to have. So according to that situation, I am choosing as a, 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 a vibration which which is which is bound to this uh, this vibration and which which will be neutralized this situation and i am using uh, to to the extent that my dosing growth will move again horizontally for instance if i am if i'm in, in a situation when the person has an inflammation then I try to find a homopathic remedy. And I find, a, for instance, a sulfur. And then I find, I find out what is the dilution, what is the potency, what I need. And if I get the right potency and the right remedy, then my dosing growth shows, shows horizontally again. And I, I suggest the person, I, just, I, I suggest the patient to, to use this remedy. And in two days, uh, every symptom disappears. So in other case, I would like to tell you another case in an injury, for instance, that I have a, I have a friend, I have a, I, uh, and, uh, and she called me in the evening at 10 o'clock that in the afternoon he knocked her, her, her head to the cupboard. And she has a swelling, has a big swelling, and it is painful. And this was 10 o'clock in the evening. So I just checked, what is the, how is this swelling? How shows my dowsing growth? My dowsing growth showed that it goes absolutely uh, uh, vertically. It, it is an injury. And then I find out what I need to neutralize this, 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 this vibration. Mm -hmm. So I find out that I, I applied a sign symbol to this uh, swelling. And I applied it from, from this moment, from, uh, from, from 10 o'clock in the evening till the next morning. Mm -hmm. So my friend went, uh, get up in the night, went to the bathroom, and, and she had no more pain. And therefore, she went to the mirror and saw at 3 o'clock in the night that is no more swelling. So in five hours, in five hours from 10 in the evening, Till three in the in 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 the in the in the morning, the swelling disappeared. So that is how it works. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. 
and I know just, of other healers too. Go ahead, Professor Leslie. I was just saying, she talks about the dowsing rod moves. I asked her, you know, who moves the dowsing rod? And it turns out that she moves it, but it doesn't move it consciously. Not something that she does because she knows it. It's, it's, it's a system. It's mm-hmm. a system because we are both part of this Akashic field, this universal quantum field. We're mm-hmm. both embedded in it. And she can read out the information in that field because we are all connected through the field. Right. So when she says she, the dowsing rod moves, yes, her nervous system as part of the universal information mm-hmm. field moves the dowsing rod. And the dowsing rod show, shows to her what is wrong and what kind of remedies she could prescribe to make it right. Mm-hmm. So it's a new kind, it's a different kind of healing. I say new kind, but it's not new. It's, it's thousands of years old, yeah. but it's new in the sense of modern medicine. And it's revolutionary in that sense. That's fantastic. It, Amazing. It Carol, almost, in your comments? Yeah. yeah, it almost sounds like uh, uh, Sheldrake uh, talks about a morphogenic field. Yes, it is. It is. It does, it it does all matter. life is a part of this 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 field and that uh we in some respects we see ourselves we're programmed to see ourselves as isolated from this and what it sounds like maria is doing is that she has developed the uh like you said awakened that ability because it you know it, it is it's within all of us and and develop that ability to tap into this uh the akashic records the morphogenic field, uh, because uh, we, you know, it's just like we're like the little tip of the iceberg in that that field. Uh, one of the questions I would ask Maria, we're talking, and Professor Lazo, we're talking about the brain waves of theta and and delta. Uh, a lot of times, and I, uh, people are uh, usually if they're in a theta or delta, they're in a very deep sleep to and they're not really aware of what's going on is there something that maria has been able to develop to be to have the more of that awareness in those um the very uh low kind of brain frequency the low brain frequency wavelengths well i let maria answer this just to tell you i have seen i've taken part in experiments that measure Maria's brain frequencies. And when she is healing, she is at the delta level, very deep. So when other people are deeply asleep on that level, she is actually healing. I tell you that because I have seen the actual measurements of the of, of the of her work on the EEG pattern in her brain. And she is in delta and she is healing in delta. Fascinating, yes. That's fascinating, really interesting. Well, I think that's the next generation of, of healing in a way, isn't it, Professor Laszlo and Carolyn and, and Dr. Maria? It's, it's moving beyond the third dimension, the, uh, dimension in a way, because you're looking at the higher dimensions when you, when you talk about that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Well, we are higher dimensional beings. We are part of this universal field, which become, where the particular elements of it, we call it something, we call it information. We mm-hmm. can call it some other things to do, souls and minds and brains and everything, yeah. whatever we want and living things. Yeah. But actually, the neutral term, the most general term, is that there is information. There are patterns of vibration in that field. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a, pre- a signature pattern. 
-hmm. it's my pattern or it's your pattern, it's unique to us. And Maria can read that out because we are all connected through the field and, and she can read that information and she finds that there is some disease or some illness or injury in, in her patient that she tries to concentrate on it and send the kind of information, provide, concentrate on the kind of information that can actually bring that injury, neutralize that injury or, or, or have a healing effect. And that's what's new, the spontaneous healing through the field. So Maria can tell you more details about it. She wrote the whole book in full of technical details. Wonderful. Maria, I'd love to hear you more on that. So I'm, I'm really happy to do this. And uh, the, the advantage of this method, it is, it is teachable. You can, te you, can, you can learn it. I can teach it because, because it's very important that not only I, who, who is able to do this, because we need this uh, information and we need this type of, of healing because it is really, really quick and very helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fantastic! Wow, that's amazing. Well, is and, it, is and and uh, I, I am planning to do some courses about this mm -hmm. because uh, have you seen? I have this. I have I have my book about remote healing, and this mm -hmm. stuff I can I can teach to the person who mm -hmm. to to the professionals who are who are. Uh, who are able to and ready to do ready to do this mm -hmm. fantastic that's fantastic that's what people need um um carolyn love your comments on that have you tried remote healing yourself i i oh be well i was curious to what the name of maria's book is and if it's available in uh in english because uh, there's, uh, I've studied remote viewing techniques and uh, with, uh, with, with Reiki, also with distance healing. And I think that it's, uh, you know, you have uh, such a gift that you have written this for the planet. And I think that this is something that needs to really get, uh, get, get out there. So, uh, so if you've, you know, I don't know how. I've got the I've got the link. Is. I've got the link to oh, it. Okay, Carolyn. good. I'll I share think, it with yeah. you. Yeah, we should order. I'm going to order it today. Well, I think that um, uh, we'll we'll put it up on on the website because yeah. it is it's a. Uh, <laughs> I think one of the the most challenging things that I found with because uh, I, I did study remote viewing is just to get the noise away from. Um, around me and to be very I think that for me is the first thing is to be to be centered and uh you know centered and also kind of in the soft mind and very uh very very uh then get into that that focus that uh, to me the zen state like you said do do deep breathing and slow down my brain waves because uh in uh when you're in beta and even high alpha brain waves, it's almost like you could be in monkey mind that there's a lot of chatter going on. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So you have the uh, link up there. Okay. I just saw something on the screen. Is that your screen, Ted? I don't know, actually. It's, it just suddenly came on. <laughs> I don't. Oh, 
I get a commercial message all of a sudden. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's somebody, let's see. You, somebody's sharing the... Yeah, well, I... Um, do, do, do you see me? Because I do not, I do not see myself... I, I could I could show you this is the book the remote healing okay you can you can check it in Amazon and the other one before that it, it is it it is inform, uh, healing with information there okay. are two books about this well if you could if you could turn on your video Maria then you could show those books on on camera yes Just... but uh, I don't know what uh, what to click on I try and okay. and nothing um... happens please help me what what should I well, you have to have your camera. You have to have your camera connected. Yes, I have my camera on. Yes, okay. and yesterday right. it worked because I had a okay. I had a session a Zoom session yesterday in the evening and it worked. And now I don't feel okay. where should I click? Maria, Maria, go to the lower left hand corner and you'll see audio and video settings there. Yeah, it, it's no, it's no, no like that. You Not like that. Okay, all right. It's probably uh, sometimes that that happens, and yeah. it's unfortunately, uh, and it takes. Ah, there no. we go. There you go. Okay, hey, Maria. Hi. Great. Hi. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. So, good. Now, so you can just you, have, you have the book. Wonderful. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. This is the book, and I show you the the other one, which is which is healing with information. Okay. Where is it? She has in her subtitle an important word. It says non-local, non-local. Yes. Mm. Yes. Not only healing is non-local. Everything in this universe is non-local. Yes. Well, this is this is how, and and, and this is the other one, healing with healing information. The, the no homeopathy. Mm-hmm. I think that's the important thing is that everything is non-local and that's how uh communication happens over uh the uh you know that that people that are psychic uh they can uh see things see different tom- timelines and I think that could you hold that book up again please Maria I just want to so this is healing with information the new homeopathy perfect uh, yeah, that's, and I'm very, you know, I will tell you, I'm very pleased to see more books about uh, using homeopathy. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, uh, a visit to a Dutch um, homeopath, they basically saved my life. Mm. And I've been an advocate of homeopathy for mm, a good uh, uh, 40 years now. So it is, uh, uh, and it also <laughs> saved my uh young my older son's life too so and remote healing yeah that is uh uh that definitely ted we've got to we've got to get that book yeah we will i'd like to like to invite both of you you and professor laszlo uh to give presentations at my conference next month but we'll work out the details after after the show today that's amazing so maria you said that you had uh uh been doing this for what about 25 how many years now Ah, more than two decades. Yeah, it's, uh, and I think, like I said, I just really admire that uh, you and Professor Lazo have uh, collaborated and bringing this information out. It's something that, like I said before, it needs to be shared with with the planet because what's happening right now, we see this with a number of people that have... uh, 
you know, taken the, taken the, the shots and they've been polluted with uh, patent medicine, synthetics, and it's causing more, um, we look at problems that there, there's diabetes and obesity and, and things that, that uh, diseases that we didn't even have 40 or 50 years ago. That's right. And, I, and uh, homeopathy has been around. Well, I know Hanneman uh, brought the first kind of uh, codification back when in the 1750s. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot, it's been around a lot longer than allopathy. That's right. That's right. But I, no. from, what, from what I know about modern medical history in the 1920s, um, the Rockefellers took over the medical establishment, especially in the United States, but also worldwide, and switched that model to make homeopathy um, um, uh, the alternative medicine. And it wasn't the main medicine anymore. They they put it into surgery and, and, and drugs, which is unfortunate. It's not that they don't have a place. It's just that homeopathy works. And, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. it's helped Professor Laszlo and I know many other people around the world, too. I have a chapter about homopathy really nice excellent nice nice well it was interesting you bring that up because um um uh, i had a guest on earlier named natalie from italy and she asked me the other day about becoming a home about working in homeopathy and i said that's a great field for the future to do in that so i'm going to recommend her book your book to her i think that'd be a nice blueprint for her and, and of course the classical and from Italy, uh, you know the uh, the Guna Guna remedies are fantastic. Uh huh. Gula. What is Guna? There is a, a company in Italy. Mm-hmm. It so happens that they are very dedicated medical people. Mm-hmm. Who are it. <clears throat> they have to be very good friends of ours also. But they do only homeopathic remedies of all kinds. Mm-hmm. Only you see, that. Here, here, is, here, here, here is a chapter about the guna. Okay. Age of low-dose, low-dose medicine. Yeah. But this idea of low-dose, where there is not a single molecule of the original remedy or the original substance anymore, is pure information already. In the communicated to the water and through the water to the individual who's taking it. Didn't uh, uh, Dr. Jack Benaminista in Paris, before he, he passed away, he discovered that water has memory? And if you put, for example, uh, this is a fascinating experiment he did, everybody, but he took two bottles of water, distilled water, one was nothing in it, and then he put another bottle of water, Professor Laszlo, uh, Maria, and, and Carolyn, um, in, right next to it and drop some homeopathic drops into it. And after a while, that information migrated from that bottle that had the homeopathic drops to the one that didn't have anything. So they, they, they communicated with it. It's absolutely incredibly interesting. Unfortunately, he died mysteriously in his Paris hospital shortly after he published his findings. But uh, Professor Luc Montagnier, wonderful man, also talked about that quite a bit. We'll be, um, we'll be celebrating his, his, um, his life and work. He unfortunately he passed away recently, but a wonderful man. And um, anyway, was had the chance to meet him personally uh, back several years ago. But uh, anyway, we use, yeah, we use also this method because 
Uh, two days ago, Erwin had a problem with, 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 with his stomach. He ate something which was not very good for him. Okay. And uh, I found out the remedy for him, but he didn't have the remedy at home. So we, we used an uh, <coughs> informed water. Informed water. Mm-hmm. I gave a symbol to him, and he had to look at this symbol, and in the right hand, had, have a glass of water, and afterwards drink this glass of water and, and the symptom disappeared. Fantastic. Um, well, I please, love that story. Please, Erwin, tell how it was. I mean, mm. nobody mm. knows. But the fact is that homeopathic is a remedy, is information, is and a substance that is on this basis, which is usually just clean, pure water, is informed. Now, this information can be brought not only by a physical substance, it can be brought about by applying certain symbols which have the same effect as a physical substance. And this whole method that Maria is developing, which was pioneered by by an Austrian scientist, Eric Kerbler, shows how some symbols of geometrical forms actually can inform the water. And then when you drink that water, when it's informed by the symbol, it has exactly the same effect as if you were drink, taking in a homeopathic remedy. Oh. So you see, it, you, in, working with information means working with what David Bohm called information with a hyphen. Mm-hmm. Working with the fo- information that forms the recipient. And in a sense, homeopathy forms the, forms the water and creates a remedy which acts on the human body. <coughs> Wow, and, that's amazing. And, and it, it, it works through the nervous system because the patient has to look look at this symbol. Erwin had to look at this symbol for three minutes and I don't, 30 minutes, 30 seconds. And in the meantime, had a, a glass of water in the right hand. And through the reviewing and through his nervous system, the information went into the glass of water. And afterward, he drank this water. And the effect is the same as if I would have had the homeopathic remedy, actually. Wow. That is incredible. There was, a, there was um, in the Emoto office in Tokyo, they've talked about that. I've talk, I talked to um, uh, Dr. Yasu Nimoto about this. Um, Emoto, yes, we have been there. Yeah. We've yeah. with him, yes. Yeah. He said yesterday, it. Was... Yesterday I did a podcast with Michiko. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Just yesterday we did one yeah. hour. Small world. Talking about these whole issues. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Because because Yasu, Dr. Nomoto, um, Irvin and and Maria said that you could you could um you could it's it's um I don't know how they do this, but they they take the information from from the vibrations of a homeopathic medicine, for example, and then they can send it on the computer to another computer. Uh, around the world, and then that information can be used to help heal people. And you can also beam it, in theory, you could beam it to a city, a state, a country. I mean, in theory, you could, you could, you could, uh, you could heal COVID. Uh, I mean, you could do a lot of things with it. Um, And it's just, it's amazing, really, to think about the possibilities. Well, this is one thing that uh, I know what uh, doing, um, my work with uh, Reiki 
is that uh, we would take the, the different symbols. We'd take a glass of water, pure water, and mm-hmm. the symbols, and uh, embed the symbols or put the symbols on you know, the glass of water. And then we, we, did, ta- we did taste tests with you know, no, no symbols and different symbols on the water. And it's amazing that the taste is much, much different even. And it's just like when, when um, we're talking earlier about the, uh, the presenting the water filters and to the different homes in the Hopi, is that the water filters that go into the homes there not only physically purify the water and take away the uranium and, and the arsenic and the different chemicals, but we also put the, uh, a sticker on there of the love and gratitude crystal from dr emoto's work right so we have now we have the the physical um filter that we also have the symbol so all the water that goes through that filter is uh gets the energy of that love and gratitude symbol one of the most important things of course from dr emoto's work was that our thoughts create our reality so if we think good, positive thoughts, we can create a beautiful planet. I mean, it's just, it's so simple, really, but it's, <laughs> yes. you, know, you know. But you must also try to act a little bit according to what you are, what you are thinking about. <laughs> it, right. it's, calling, yeah. it's calling walk your talk. Walk your talk, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. That's right, that's right, that's right. But, you know, during the, I have to say this, um, Professor Laszlo and, and Maria and, and Carolyn, um, during the last year and a half, the media, I don't know what the media is like where you are, but here in the U.S., it's been awful, the mass media anyway. And all they do is perpetuate fear and doom and gloom. And that's what I like about your work and your work, too, Maria and, and Carolyn. You're all very positive people because you do create your reality with your thoughts. And if you're negative all the time, well, guess what? You're going to have a negative reality. But if you're positive all the time, I know life is challenging. It's not easy sometimes on this planet. But if you're positive, you're always uh, will attract that, create that positive energy for a better future. Yes, it's true. It's true. Yes. Now is the chance when we can attract the positive energies because we are at a turning point. Right. The old system has become unsustainable and unstable. Right. So now we can shift something in its place. And if the old system is the dominant system would be truly stable, it would be very difficult to change the world. But now right. a small critical mass can actually, as Margaret Mead said, can actually right. change the world. Right, right. We are at the point of a bifurcation. We are at a turning point. So it's yeah. worth bringing it. I it's agree. A healing of not only of the individual, it's the healing of the planet and the healing mm-hmm. of humanity on the planet. Yeah. That's our job. I, I have I have wonderful friends in Texas, and they refer to this as the decaying universe. <laughs> <laughs> the old the old way of doing things. They call it the decaying universe, <laughs> which is which is on its way. It which is on its way out. Yes. Um, well, my goodness. Well, I, well, let me ask you this, um, uh, Dr. Maria. Have you been pretty much left? Uh, I mean, here in the United States, alternative health treatments sometimes are attacked by our government, by the FDA, which is not a very nice agency, which is actually run by Monsanto. So in, in uh, where you live and in Europe, uh, are, are you free to, pr- to do the kind of re- remote kind of work you do? I mean, have you gotten any interference at all or is it pretty open? 
So I think it is, uh, it it is just uh, uh, so so in our country and in Europe, it's also the mainstream mainstream uh, healing method. The main, mainstream uh, medicine is is available, and that is the main point. So this work, what I do, is just uh, uh, just. Uh, uh, so so it's it it is not it is not how to say. Okay, it's a complementary medicine. Complementary, yes. Mm -hmm. So are you being attacked uh, by the mainstream or do they leave you in peace? Uh, they leave me in peace because 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 I am I, I am not a doctor, you know. I, I am a psychologist. I and see. Not a, I and, and not a physician. But uh, but usually, if you are a physician, if you are a doctor, you have to you have to do the mainstream uh, medicine. I see. Yeah. And of course, if uh, they are they are many colleagues of mine who are physicians who are doctors, they do uh, that type of alternative healing. But but beside the mainstream medicine, mm -hmm. so it is not instead. It is it is beside. Complimentary. Okay, great, complimentary. A lot of a lot of doctors here in the United States, I know, um, Irvin and Maria and Carolyn, they go, they cross the border, they they practice out of Mexico, just over the border, yeah. uh, away from from these crazy government agencies here in the U.S. And they have freedom to actually help people. Uh, some do that. I know that that's that's been done. So, um, yes. Wow. Well, uh, there's a little bit out of Hungary, as a little bit more freedom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about the, the political situation in Hungary, better not, but mm -hmm. there is a level of intellectual autonomy still that exists and that permits people to pursue their own ways of thinking and mm -hmm. acting mm -hmm. as long as they don't go against the political secret cows. Sure. Right. They go, go along and uh, then they can be called complementary. And, and not be bothered, not be attacked uh, for, for being a charlatan. Okay, good. Thank you for explaining that, Professor Laszlo. I've just kind of wondered how people get by. Um, I remember I, I watched a, a video and I interviewed a lady who does homeopathy in Canada, in Toronto. And she told me she had to be very careful with her patients and what she told people because the medical board in Toronto, I guess it was really awful, um, oh, Ontario, yeah. Ontario, right. yeah. Ontario is a very repressive province. Uh, but, um, yeah. But. Well, it used to be in, in British Columbia mm -hmm. that up until 19, I think 1995, that uh, what they were BC Med, which is uh, the, basically the socialized medicine by, by, by province, would pay for a partial visit to uh, natural path and in 1995 they rescinded that but one of the things in uh, uh, BC right now is that acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine is sanctioned because there is such a large population uh, influx in the late 90s from uh, mainland China sure. and I'm just wondering Maria in um, in your country because of the the years of uh, well let's let's just say that the economy probably wasn't the greatest 
and in areas of the world where there's there's not as much technology that I think that complementary uh, medicines may be more accepted. I mean, if you look at Mexico, uh, they are they've had uh, years of well, even shamanistic practices uh, and. The same thing, like again, with people coming into British Columbia that were Chinese, they brought along with them their uh, traditional Chinese medicine and the practice of it. So I think that there's probably more, I don't know whether you call it folk medicine, the complementary medicine, but there's probably more openness to those modalities in countries that haven't had the big, you know, the, uh, a lot of wealth and a lot of technology. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Have- in China, in China, they are really pushing from high up, from the top, pushing TCM, traditional Chinese mm-hmm. medicine, mm-hmm. and they link it with the Tao and with the, with the traditional cultural tradition. They try to revive that and integrate it with modern science. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting that there, there is this parallel possibility in this enormous country in terms of population and also of, of, of wealth and, and power, which is the, uh, China today, that there is a possibility to pursue this kind of traditional medical, traditional med- medicine, which is, has a, really a revival over there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's worked. it's worked for them for thousands uh, of years. I've had friends that have emigrated from uh, China in you know in the uh, after Tiananmen Square, mm-hmm. and they have suffered a lot because uh, there are certain areas that don't have the technology, and they you know have resorted and they find that that actually these uh, their traditional methods have worked better than a lot of the uh, so-called new you know the new patent medicines they synthesize medicines so i think that they've gone you know it's like miles great leap forward and the uh uh their uh cultural revolution they tried to suppress anything that was ancient and it it just didn't work and now like you you said professors that they they're going back they're trying to integrate that because they they do see that there is uh it, it there's value because it works and the yeah. Chinese are very pragmatic that way. Well, what, what, what's the old saying? Um, the proof's in the pudding, <laughs> so to yes. speak. Yes. Yeah. It does work. You know, you know. Yeah. You so. know uh, the basic of the new homeopathy is also the Chinese medicine. So how I diagnose uh, the person, I diagnose through the meridian points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, even if the person is... Uh, with me, person in person, or remotely, then I do through the meridian points, and I I, I diagnose this with with my dowsing rod. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So it, it it the new homeopathy is based on the Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Wow, fascinating, fascinating. Irvin, uh, you know the, uh, your your experience with this has been been wonderful. How, how many how many years have you known Maria? How long has she been helping you? I think in the case of a nice, wonderful lady, one doesn't talk about numbers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Decades. All right. Decades. Long, long. 
<laughs> long time. Yes, okay. In the garden where we met. <laughs> okay. Oh, <lovely. laughs> oh, but you know, I think the whole stigma right now of of age. I mean, we need to, um, you know, with with age comes experience and and wisdom, and I think right. that we need to take a lesson. I know, especially here in the states, to venerate uh, our wise elders because right. uh, they're the ones that uh, have the uh, they can be the the guides and I think that uh, uh, you know that uh, it's like traditional Chinese medicine it's thousands and thousands of years old and we need to respect it we need to respect what it what it has done right and what it's capable you, of doing do you know this new book of Evan? I, I've seen it. I've seen it. I need to get a copy, but that's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, we are lucky in these days that the new science, the new physics, the new quantum physics, the quantum cosmology is actually recovering so much of the old wisdom, mm-hmm. reinstating sure. it and warranting it again. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to give up being scientific to go with the, with the traditional wisdom. Traditional mm-hmm. wisdom and the latest avant-garde science actually are in tune, in harmony. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, um, um, Irvin, uh, could you, or, and Marie, could you give out your website, please? Um, how people could contact you for help if they'd like to contact you? Uh, Maria, yes. give you a website, yes. Yes, yes. I shall send you my website and and my my email. you have my email. Um. Yes, I do. No, I was thinking for the audience. If you wouldn't mind giving that out here. Yes. Yes. You can. You can. You can give it out. You can read. You can read your email. Okay. 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 Great. Yeah. I've been. Uh, I had a very busy day yesterday. We're praying for my show. I'm on the air today, I think, for five or six hours. So I had a lot of things to do yesterday. Maria is connected with the Club of Budapest, and her email is theclubofbudapest.com. Oh, I see. Club of Budapest. Okay, that's good. All right, good. Okay, wonderful. Wonderful. And um, um, Irvin, could you could you give out information about your uh, maybe about your conf- uh, about your upshift event on February twenty second, and how people can participate in that? Well, I mean, you could look at the Laszlo Upshift Festival. Okay, and you'll have it on many different sites. You there is partly live, partly pre-recorded, and it's a live stream event, and you can still join. You can join by actively also, by talking, by sending in a video, by being part of it. And of course, you can join by being online and witness what is happening on that day. Okay, it's great. 2022, 2202, uh, the 22nd day of the second month. So whatever great. significance this may have. To my mind, the significance significance is mm-hmm. that we are entering at the end of February, coming into March. We are entering not into towards spring, but we are entering towards an easier, a better way of living, of existing mm-hmm. on this planet. Mm-hmm. A true upshift is coming our way, and we must make conscious and ethical use of that upshift. Mm-hmm. That is the message that I'd like to leave. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Professor Laszlo. And uh, let me ask you this. Um, you said it's, it starts, it's on 2 22 
and it starts, does it start at 2.22 in the afternoon in 22 seconds? It starts at, at, at noon and, and, and European time. Okay, noon, European time. Okay, that was How's a joke that, about 2.22. Yeah. Yes. Is that uh, Europe, uh, noon European, uh, is that oh, uh, the Greenwich? No, that's nine hours. European time. Greenwich okay. mean time plus one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's nine hours ahead of us on the Pacific coast. So, ah, but that time of year it'll only be eight hours because we're on daylight saving time. Then, no, we're not. No, we're not. You're you're right. It's yeah, it is nine nine hours. This is yeah. Yeah. I think he. I mean, there's talk about flipping the time uh, forward and not flipping the time forward, and it gets confusing. Yeah, it does. It does. So it's nine hours ahead. So. That would be due. we are nine hours less in in California, right. but we are running through the afternoon, and okay. by the time it's it's noon in California, we'll still be on, and we will just be ending. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll just have to get up early. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, drink. I have heard that it, it begins at six o'clock in our time, so right. it means that eight o'clock in the morning for you or or nine o'clock. It's it's yeah. okay. Okay, great, great. Um, Verna, I want to let you know that, uh, Irvin, I, I sent um, I sent a three-minute video this morning for Nora. Uh, you should have it. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. We are out of this world. We have to be out of this world into a better world, into a new world. So you're, <laughs> That's right. you're going to be so relevant as you are today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Well, I want to thank both of you for coming on. And I want to especially thank um, uh, Irvin for uh, referring me to Maria. Wonderful, wonderful person. Really enjoy your work, both of your works. I'll send you an email with the t- particulars about my conference. We can do a pre-record for that, too. Very Easy. good. Really forward to do, so. Thank you very lucky, much. Lucky, looking forward to it. And just blessings to both of you. And and just uh, let's keep getting the word out there. It's all about... Uh, raising our consciousness and being, uh, you know, being aware. And uh, we've got the opportunity to, uh, we've got this shift coming and let's do an upshift. That's right. That's perfect. Let me just mention the title of my new book, which will be released on the 22nd of February, is The Upshift. Uh, wiser living on planet Earth. You know. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. And that's that's beautiful. what it's all about. A little more wisdom so that we don't destroy our world because then we are destroying ourselves at the same time. Um, great. Thank great, Maya. Thanks for inviting us to be with you. You are doing having a wonderful show and we'd love to participate. Oh. Irvin, I really, I really admire your work too, my friend. And um, I, I, I look to you and, and actually the whole world it's, you know, it's, it's inspirational. Your, your work is totally inspirational. And uh, so you're all making a big difference in the planet and, Oh, good. Now this is the, um, this is, uh, this is uh, Dr. Maria's book here, remote healing. Okay. Wonderful. And I urge everyone to get a copy. Um, And um, uh well, well, I want to congratulate you too um, on being a prolific writer. Um, you've you've you probably lost count of how many books you've written, but I mean it's great. They're all very inspirational and all high quality works just for the new age. So it's like Shakespeare said about love: not how much you love, but how well. 
That's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you again so much, my friends, for uh, joining me on the program today. Um, I think when I got your, there we go. There's the upshift. I got, I got your email. I, I woke, I woken up at like five o'clock in the morning. Sometimes you wake up and I checked my email and there was your, there was your, there was your uh, email talking about Dr. Maria. So I'm so glad. And there's the, there's good. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay. Thank you again. And it's dinner time over here. And I think the dinner bell has, has just gone off. So it's time. Okay. <laughs> I okay. enjoyed, as always, to talk with Ted, and I now enjoy meeting Carolyn, and I hope that we will talk again very soon. We will. Oh, we definitely. will, my friend. Yes. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I, I'm very, very, very glad to, to work with you and Wonderful. to help anybody who is needed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll send you a follow, I'll get you, a, I'll send you a follow-up email within, within a, a day on the conference next month. And uh, as they say in France, bon appetit. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful dinner. Uh, Thank you, Bob. You helped with it, yes. And Maria, <laughs> as always, she, she helps with good. keeping me in good health. I must say that she keeps me in good health. And good. That's uh, good. That's good. All right, my friends. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao. Ciao. Good night. Bye-bye. 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 Great. Thanks so much, Dr. Maria. Wonderful. Well, um, this leads us into um, our next topic. We've got about uh, 20, 25 minutes left until um, I'll be playing a pre-recorded segment I did with uh, James Armstrong, my friend, uh, who channels um, Adama and the people of Telos um, underneath. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, what, my friend? Uh-huh. Oh, I think Maria's, uh-huh. Maria's still online there. Oh, there, she okay. just muted. There we go. All right, there was, yeah, there we go. Yeah, and, I heard uh, Hungarian being spoken. So. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, in the meantime, I'd like to go ahead and um, this this part of the program, I want to um, give a tribute to... Um, um, uh, to, to the death of uh, Dr. Luc Montagnier. Wonderful man. I met him a couple of years ago at a, at a water conference in Budapest, of all things, and uh, had a wonderful time. He was um, 89. He died, died last week, I believe. Um, and according to the Children's Health Defense Fund, um, he was a hero to the health freedom community, uh, advocating strongly for safe medicines and therapeutics for both adult children and adults. He was strongly against the um, the shot program, the vaccine program. He said that, that the, the shots themselves were creating all kinds of harmful variants in people, which has turned out to be true because most of the 90% and better of the, more than 90% of the people currently in the hospitals around the world, including the United States, are sick, not from COVID. They're from, it's from taking the vaccines and the mortality rates have gone off the chart. People are dying left and right. And um, uh, Professor Montanay uh, uh, warned us about that, and he was he was absolutely right too. Um, and um, there was a, a documentary about his work called Water Memory, um, and he followed up on Dr. Jack, Jack uh, Benveniste's findings in Paris. Um, Dr. Benveniste uh, uh, found that water has memory, and it also can transfer information among each other. Um, and it's fascinating research, but it was, um, um, he had a, um, 
he had a laboratory, a full professor at, at, the, uh, at the university in Paris. But shortly after he made these discoveries public, um, he, he went into the hospital for a very minor procedure and was found mysteriously dead a short time later. Some people say he was murdered. I don't know the truth, but, um, but, uh, but he was a wonderful man, uh, Dr. Benvenist. And um, I want to honor him for a moment of silence for him and his work and his family as well. Wonderful fellow. I'm so sorry that um, that he's gone, but he's here. I know his spirit is here and uh, his work will continue as uh, for, for this planet to make it a better planet. This segment of the, of the show, I'd like to talk a little bit. We've got that 22 minute uh, segment we did the other day, Carolyn. Um, oh, the, I've got that ready to Don's got that ready to play, I hope. And um, at any rate, um, uh, great. He's got it ready. Um, so um, this is, um, I would like to go, let's go ahead and play that now. And then we'll take, we'll talk a little bit about that after that. And then I'll go into my, to the next, to the final segment of pre-record about uh, Telos and uh, about the new, beautiful new world coming. So anyway, Don, if we could um, play that um, 22 minute segment now, that would be great. Thank you, my friend. Hello, friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and I want to welcome and I want to thank Professor Laszlo so much for inviting us to do a promo for his uh, up, wonderful Upship Conference happening on February 22nd. And the conference is all about, as I understand it, on making this world a better place. So we've got some fantastic people who will talk about all of our efforts to get water, um, clean water to the Hopi and, and, and especially the, the, the Navajo Indians, too. They've been drinking radioactive water for many years. The average uh, longevity of, of women on the reservation is only 54 years on the Hopi, and for men it's like 44 years. So years ago, about three years ago, three years ago, four years ago now, um, uh, I had uh, Leon McLaughlin of the Washington Clean Water Foundation on my radio show, Out of This World Radio. Um, the website is www.outofthisworld1150.com. And um, I was asking Leon about his efforts to get clean water throughout the world. And I said to him, well, what about the Native Americans like the Hopi? And he said, I didn't know anything about that. He honestly didn't. So I said, well, I think we should, fo- you, we should, we should focus in on doing something about that. That started fundraising. And shortly thereafter, I think within a month, a $35,000 donation came in from uh, Idaho, a lady named Teresa in Idaho. And since that time, I know about 60000 or so has come through my show. And then Leon's gotten a tremendous support as well. He can tell you all about that. But um, because we've got a, a shortened time today, we'll just uh, we'll go uh, first Mitchie, and then uh, we'll, we'll talk to Nancy and Carolyn, Martha, and then finally Leon, who now has a new name, Galaxy Note 8. Anyway... <laughs> Mitchie, please introduce yourself to uh, to the audience and how you make the world a better place. Okay, thank you so much, Ted. Thank you so much, Dr. Irvin Laszlo. I am Michiko Hayashi from Emoto Peace Project in Tokyo, Japan. Um, Dr. Laszlo, um, you visited Dr. Emoto while he was still alive. I think it was a couple of times, and I met him here in my office and also in Finland again. And so it's really nice to be 
uh, able to share this beautiful message through his channel. And thank you so much, everyone, for watching. Um, Dr. M I was Dr. Emoto's personal assistant for almost 11 years until he passed in 2014. And I am the successor of his legacy called Emoto Peace Project. If through Emoto Peace Project, um, with this children's book, The Message from Water, we are teaching, educating mainly children and of course everybody else uh, that water is life, water has memory and water transmits information and that our brain actually is the, the transmitter and also receiver of vibration. What we think is vibration, that's energy. And what we think, how we feel is emitting and then that comes back, resonates with the same vibration and then comes back to, to, to me, to you, to everyone. So um, with this book, it, it shows how water makes crystals and that it depends, the beautiful crystals are made when we, water is exposed to something beautiful or something positive. And when the, with the natural water, water is really beautiful, but it can be, the, the contaminated, polluted water can be really ugly. And we, we are helping those people in Hopi land and Navajo because we don't want anyone to be drinking or cooking with this um, polluted, dirty water. And water is life, as you all know. And water is the mirror of our mind, our heart. What we are, we are all connected through water instantaneously what we are doing what we are thinking will come back to you so when you help each other that same thing that you are doing will come back to you because it's the law of vibration so we are along with this um um water the clean water foundation i we are distributing this children's book so that People can, everyone, all the children, everyone can learn about water and how water responds to different words like thank you and you fool and, and do it and let's do it. Also peace and war. We can, we want children to learn to, to think positive, to use positive words, to be kind and compassionate. Thank so you. that's about the Peace Project. And thank you so much. Great. Uh, Michi, could you give out your nonprofit organization relies upon donations? Could you please give out your website so people could? Okay. Thank you. It's um, www.emoto, spelled E-M-O-T-O, peaceproject.net. Emotopeaceproject.net. And they can thank write you there so too. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Thanks, Michi. You do beautiful work. I know thank Dr. Emoto is very proud of you. Okay, great. Thanks so much. And we'll all say something at the end too. Nancy, please introduce yourself if you like and love to yes. hear from you too. My name is Nancy Rivard and I'm the president of Airline Ambassadors International. And I started this foundation after my father died. My father died, he was only 54 years old and I wanted to do something meaningful with my life. So I, I quit a corporate job at American Airlines 
and became a flight attendant again to give me the time off to pursue a spiritual search for meaning. And I went to, to the, my first visit was to go visit Grandfather David, his spiritual elder of the Hopi. This is in 1981. Grandfather and I went up to a big meeting with the Navajo. They were concerned about water at that time and very concerned. And so uh, ultimately I left the Hopi reservation, but was in the United Nations in 19, uh, mid 1993, I believe. Mm-hmm. The uh, Tom, Tom uh, grandfather David had died, but Thomas gave the Hopi prophecy. And the same phenomena that happened uh, on the Hopi reservation happened at the UN. He had said, we have to follow a path that's in, in harmony with the earth. And I, I later learned about the work of Dr. Emoto and I was so excited. So my work with airline ambassadors has been to inspire uh, people from all walks of life to directly help children And one of the ways we can do it is by providing clean water. I was especially excited when Leon, who I had delivered some of his filters to the Philippines. We have missions all over the world, 62 countries. And he told me about the Hopi Project. And I said, the Hopi Project. And he said, they especially need reverse osmosis filters. And I said, well, my dad pioneered the work in reverse osmosis. I'm so excited. Yes, I want to be involved. We want to help lead this effort through airline ambassadors to provide uh, clean water for the Hopi and Navajo. And we are so excited to help promote this concert on World Water Day, March 22nd, um, to bring the world's attention to what's happening on the reservations and give ordinary people a way to directly make a difference. Fantastic. Is there a website or a way they can support your efforts? Um, yes, it's www.airlineambapplemotherboy.org. Okay. You'll see the Hopi and Navajo concert right on the front page. Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. You'll come on. I want you to come on at the end too. And we're right on. When we get to a minute left, I'll raise my hand. So, Carolyn, please. Um, I'd love to. We'd love to hear from you as well. Well, hi, I'm Carolyn White, and uh, I've been involved with energy work for 45 years, and I think the thing is, Dr. Emoto, to me, when he came out with his seminal work, just really proved that all of the uh, uh, ethereal things and that I felt, it put it into a three-dimensional perspective for me. And I'm involved with uh, with Natural Choice Network, and now Sedona Spotlight, uh, helping put together this this concert and arranging things. And we're going to have so many uh, heartfelt entertainers there that will share their message uh, with with everyone because we are, uh, the Hopi and the Navajo are the caretakers, the elders of this planet. Many people don't realize that the Hopi have a chakra system just like the ancient Hindus do. Mm-hmm. So it is very important that we provide uh, a resource for them to have a human right, a right that everybody should need 
clean drinking water. So please uh, check out SedonaSpotlight.com, www.SedonaSpotlight.com. We have all kinds of information on their events, link, link to the concert uh, and all of the artists. Because I think the thing is, is that I feel like I'm part of this small community. So really, when a small group comes together like we have here, when we have a common purpose to raise consciousness in the world, through providing clean, healthy drinking water. So uh, it's like whether it's for this, the, the group members or for the community, we can light up the world. And I think that's the most important thing that our mission is to light up the world. Great. Thank you, Carolyn. Beautiful words. Wonderful. So glad you're here. Martha, I'd love to hear from you, my dear friend. Um, and you're on boots on the ground. You're in Sedona, really close to the <laughs> And you've done, you were taking food to the Hopi last year when they had food shortages. Um, they probably need more food now, actually. Um, but and tell us about your beautiful work. Yeah. yeah, well, it's really, really interesting because um, when I first kind of had my I guess you could say the beginning of a spiritual awakening. I didn't know anyone around me, didn't know what was going on. And somehow something landed in my inbox, um, the shift network, I think it was. And they said that uh, there was going to be a tele- video teleconference or a teleconference with Dr. Emoto. And I'm like, oh, I had seen the book um, Messages in Water. And that resonated with me so much. Like Carolyn was saying, it, it made the whole thing 3D. And I'm like, I gotta listen to this. Yeah. And so listening to him and what he was about, I mean, I was like, I was just swept away. And then when I was at your uh, Galactic Wisdom Conference, Ted, to meet Michiko, who was Dr. Emoto's protege, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, what, what are the odds here? <laughs> and then we were able to feature uh, in our first, when we first took over the network, we feature some of Dr. Emoto's um, messages in our first, uh, in our first directory. And so we've, uh, so Ted and Michi and, you know, Carolyn, we've all been working together, like you say too, to help raise consciousness. And when I met, um, had Leon on my show and then we had him on Ted's show, and we found out what was going on you know, on the, on Hopi land, we, we were shocked. Yeah. And, and, and I think it was one of those things that it's like, if we can help get this message out, not only providing the clean water, but let people know when they know they're astonished, there's over 500 abandoned, abandoned mines in the Navajo mm-hmm. land and mm-hmm. all that arsenic, uranium. I mean, this is really, when we say clean water, they're, they're drinking poison now. And mm-hmm. it's compromised their health, everything. So the first mm-hmm. thing to do is, you know, it's a band-aid, but we got to get them healthy and show them that we're behind them and supporting them. I mean, it's it's in, it's imperative and spread the message too. Cause as we do that, then policy can change. Cause when people hear about this, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I had no idea. And what can I do to help? And we've made it really, really easy. Right. There's a lot of good people out there wanting to help. I know Ernest took me to, Mitchie and I to abandoned, uh, mind and he had a geiger counter and he put it next to the mind and the thing went whoop, off the scale it wouldn't yeah. register it was so high in, in radiation and i said yeah. i think we've got to get out of here <laughs> he said, yeah well that one place he pulled over and you could see you know it's like the stains on the, the stains rock. from the uranium yeah, yeah it's right, right there right, yeah. don't get too close and we're like mm-hmm. going, ah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll, the, you glow, yeah, you'll glow forever, you know, if you get too close. So, it, I mean, it's it's bad. So, um, anyway, yeah. could you give your website out, please, for those people? Yeah, sit on, sit on a spotlight dot com. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I also it was it was so when you talked about the synchronicities and how this yeah. you know all of us kind of wound up together and met each other in all these synchronistic ways. Um, Ted and and Michi, when we were all up at the reservation together, and you guys mm-hmm. did the presentation. Michi, tell them tell them what the date was on the uh, oh, on the on the that slide was, of yeah, you April twenty seventh, right? Yeah, that was, was April twenty seventh of I think it was nine uh, two thousand and nineteen, right? And the photo, uh, Martha, you mentioned when I sent the picture of Dr. Emoto being in Hopi Land. Yeah, that was taken on the same day, the yeah. April twenty seventh. Uh, that was, I think it was 2004. It was 2004. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so my- I, I knew that Dr. Emoto took me there and he was exactly. there with me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. And that's when we stayed in Sedona to go up there. And when we came here, we go, oh my gosh, what we could, what yeah. I could do serving yeah. them from here as opposed to Seattle. And so I, yeah, that, that's why I'm here. And yeah. you know, yeah. now. Actually, Dr. Emoto and Vernon, um, Masayasava, who is the Leon's, I mean, um, Ernest's um, relative or, 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 or elder. The connection, yeah. Connection, elder. Vernon came to Japan and Dr. Moto was in Hoki Land. I think he was in 2010. Well, no, no, before that. In 2010, Vernon was in Japan and Vernon and Dr. Moto wrote the, a book together called prophecy of water and it was never translated into english but it's um it's here in japan i was going to show you the book but i don't have it right with me right now it's not in here in the office so mitchy mitchy that would be a wonderful project to do i'd be fasting yeah let's do that yeah you know know. yeah anyway that's yeah. Thank you. you know what Albert, my friend Albert Einstein tells me, you know, there's no such thing as coincidence, coincidence and we <laughs> where God doesn't play with dice. So things were meant to happen this way. And yeah. um, wonderful. Well, I could translate that book now um, um, because I know the publisher here in Japan okay. because yeah. I helped. So <laughs> I, okay. At well, that, that time, I was his person. That would be great. Do you want us to wait, pause the recording and let you translate it and we'll just wait for you. To- <laughs> You want if you want could <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. it was so funny because um the michi you and ted were supposed to drive down you drive down to shasta and meet um stephanie south for the equinox and stephanie was um jose arguella's protege and we found out about the relationship between dr emoto and jose too and because you guys, um, you know, became ill and couldn't make the drive, um, that night, my husband was, went to listen to a piano player and wound up sitting next to Leon <laughs> on the night that we were supposed to meet. So, oh, you know, the, oh my God. the universe kind of, well, well this didn't work. So let me throw Leon and Jose Aguayas actually <laughs> gave the skull. Real skull, one of the yeah. thirteen skulls, and yeah. gave gave it to Doctor Moto in Hawaii. Oh no, that was not Doctor. It's not. It was not um, Jose Aguayas, but Jose Aguayas' yeah. wife, Stephanie. 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 Yeah. So Stephanie gave it to Doctor Moto because 
he had asked her to give it to Dr. Moto. So he, yeah. Dr. Moto brought it back to the office and we had it for a long time. And then a story, it's a sad story, so I can't really share it, but um, we were very honored to, to have it. <laughs> so we all have such a strong connection here. Yeah, lots and lots of, mm-hmm. lots and lots of synchronicity. Yeah. So, yeah. so there again, you know, the, the, the universe is conspiring and still supporting us. To, exactly. That's to right. Keep going That's with this. Yeah. Well, well, we have a mystery guest named Galaxy Note 8. Who is <laughs> Who likes Tom um, Jones? Um, That's it, Mister Galaxy. Wow, you're really far out there, out of this world. Um, please tell us all about yourself in two minutes, three minutes. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, my name is Leon McLaughlin, and I'm the CEO of the Clean Water Foundation. Um, we are now in over 35 different countries providing clean, fresh drinking water to children around the world. Um, when I found out about um, the Hopi and Navajo tribe, as you mentioned, Ted, it was through um, Martha, and then she put me on your show, and then we said, let's try to get together and solve this problem of these children and their families drinking water with arsenic and uranium and a hundred other contaminants and having cancers at 15 lifespan, like you said, to 43, which I thought was horrible. And I didn't think that was going on in America till I was on your show. And then a friend of mine, Kevin Chris from Providence and Swedish told me to get in contact with Nancy um, from airline ambassadors and see if we can Mm -hmm. all team up to try to solve this problem. And I gave Nancy, a call and she immediately said hey this is horrible but the funny part she was down in Hopi land years ago and knew the situation and said I'm all in and we started global giving and Sedona spotlight and the Dr. Emoto to pray on how the water has just been disrespected and kids are dying and so this has been a great journey with Ted um Nancy, Martha, Michi, and now um with the Providence donation and the water units, we have over five hundred thousand dollars worth of um water units and PPE and we're planning on going into twenty thousand homes and this global giving concert, as Nancy had said, is gonna be an unbelievable, remarkable concert with great guests, star lineups like Olivia Ohms, uh Marcel Nichols. Um, so we got a great lineup and we wish everybody to um, join us on this concert. And if anybody want to donate, they can go to my website, www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org. On the homepage, it shows the Hopi and Navajo um, water project. So, yeah, um, working together works and we're doing some great stuff as grassroots people praying with the message of water. And I can't wait to see the prophecy that Vernon wrote. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, we're, we're really doing some great things and saving children and their families um, that's dying from not having clean, fresh drinking water. Well, fantastic. Well, um, I want to thank Professor Laszlo for giving us opportunity on how to make the world a better place for his Upship conference on February 22nd. I'll also be playing this on my show as well. And um, uh, we need to end now, unfortunately. But um, um, I um, please stay on, uh, but I'll stop the recording in just a minute. But thank you so much, uh, Mitchie, Carolyn, Nancy, Martha, and Galaxy Note 8 for coming on today. <laughs> it's fantastic. And it's so good to see people like yourselves making the world a better place. And that's all of That's what uh, Professor Laszlo's conference is all about. But thank you so much, thank my friends, so for joining uh, his conference today. Woo!
Galaxy <laughs> 8. <laughs> Galaxy, 8. <laughs> Galaxy 8 was on the road, but I'm finally there landed. Are, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Let it flow for love of water. That's it. For love. There we go. I'm there back go. online. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to thank uh, Don so much for playing that. We had some technical difficulties with the link that I had for it. So fortunately, I was able to send him another copy. Um, if we've got um, uh, Don, if we can, I'd love to play um, a two minute song. Um, there's a new world coming um, and it's just around the band. I think it's a beautiful song. If we could play that uh, now, when, whenever you get a chance. Um, if not, we can play it toward, toward the end. But um, anyway, my next segment is with um, is with uh, James Armstrong out of Vancouver, Canada, and uh, he'll be talking about he channels Adama, and Adama's got lots of interesting messages for for us and humanity's beautiful, bright future. Quite a bit, he said a lot of important things. And then at three o'clock today, I'll be bringing on two two uh, two Inca shaman live from Cusco, Peru, uh, Santos and his fa- wonderful father Augustine. Thanks, Don. And um, anyway, they have a lot of incredible messages, and I hope you, I really hope you can listen to that as well. And then on Monday on my show in um, on my um, BBS show, um, I'll be, be broadcasting in German and English. I'll be bringing in Deborah Stelfox, uh, a fantastic love matchmaker from Seattle. And what better what 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 better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than to bring bring her on? So. Anyway, Carol, Carolyn, would you like to say a quick note here? Uh, and then I'm, I'm going to move on to this song and then, then play the, um, the uh, pre-record. Well, after listening to the uh, review of what we, uh, the recording we just listened to, this will remind everybody how important it is to support this clean water initiative. And like I said, it's uh, about not only about raising the funds, but it's also about raising the awareness and so if you go to uh, www.sedonaspotlight.com, there is uh, a tab there for information on the concert. It's under events, or there's a banner that uh, goes across the top of the home page, and there's a uh, little button that you can click when it comes around to talking about the concert. So please, uh, everyone, if you can uh, you know, donate your time, and uh, donate some money to the worthwhile cause. It only takes $150 to supply the filtration systems for one family. And right now there's been 400 families in the Hopi Reservation that have benefited from this program. And now we're going into the Navajo Reservations, and we really would like to get momentum for it to bring these wonderful people who have uh, uh, no real advocates for them in the, in the federal government. He said, we're a grassroots organization and all the donations go to the filter system. We're doing, right. we're doing this from uh, the goodness of our heart and because we all feel that it's the, the right thing to do to help other people and to help them to get clean water. Right. And this is exactly what um, President Kennedy told me about more than a year ago, that changes needed to, to shift the planet into the higher dimensions is like Professor Laszlo's uh, new book and conference. Shift. shift, Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming from the bottom up, not from the top down. Forget about leaders, so-called leaders uh, like Trudeau or so-called fake presidents like Biden and the rest of them, because they're not going to do anything from the top down. It comes from us. 
And the Canadian truckers are literally leading the way. And now the American truckers are getting in the act good, which is wonderful um, to turn this situation around. We've got to, we've got to stand up for ourselves. And the Galactics and the Pladines have both told me that um, because now we're taking the initiative and bringing the, raising the vibrations from the bottom up, this thing's going to, this, this ascension process is actually going to speed up even faster. Um, the, the, um, the next, the next thing I'd like to play is, is a song called, it's, it's a new word coming. And, um, it's just about two minutes long. This was written interestingly back in the sixties when we had another chance at ascension, we came very close. I'm told to ascending back then, of course, the negatives got in, had the Vietnam war. What a, what a waste. Um, and, um, but now we're back. It is our destiny to, to ascend to the higher dimensions. So, If we could play that now, Don, just about two minutes and then we'll come back. that uh, on I heard that the other day and I thought it'd be ideal for for today's show we can run actually a little bit past one thank you so much Don for for mentioning that but with the higher vibrations coming into the planet there's actually more love coming in and with the, with the higher vibrations and um, the, I know that my Pleiadian friends um, have been beaming lots of positive energy and love and light to planet Earth here ever since they arrived here um, back in November 2018 after the Paradise and Malibu fi- directed energy weapon fires, um, where we're looking at 80,000 people easily died from that. But there wasn't one word in the media. But at any rate, um, but they are helping us out. And the one thing I've noticed, too. And I don't know if you've seen this or not, Carolyn, but a lot of people who I thought would would have passed away from the shot last fall are actually still alive. And they're they're you know they've been I think with the new higher vibrations coming into the planet, people 
uh, maybe are getting the healings they need. So they're not going to die prematurely. I, I don't know what you've seen, but that's what I'm, I'm getting. That's true. There's been a lot of deaths from the shop program, but th- not as many perhaps as, as I thought there, there might be. Uh, well, good. Yeah, I, I think that we have a lot of, there is a lot of love pouring in, not right. only from um, the uh, Pleiadians, but also uh, as we were talking, there is an upshift in, in consciousness. Right. Uh, people like Maria, and the uh, using the remote remote healing, right. but I also think that people are waking now, and they are. I mean, we are really the saviors that we have been waiting for. That's true. And it's been uh, uh, we're here to help one another. And the people that uh, chose to pass because they had taken the jab, that was part of their, in some respects, their, their soul contract. Mm-hmm. And maybe that they are uh, have left this planet as a method to teach people that these, uh, you know, that, that these jabs are not here really to help us, but they're all part of a control mechanism. Well, that's the, that's the message, pardon me for interrupting, Carolyn, but that's the message I got from Tiffany Dover a little over a year ago. She was one of the first nurses at a hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio, who took the Pfizer jab. And she took it um, during a news conference. And she was saying that these jabs are the greatest things since sliced bread and everybody should get one. And then she took the jab on camera. And then about 25 minutes later, she was having a news conference and she said, oh, I've got a I, I, I've got a pain in my head and she touched her forehead like this collapsed and died 10 hours mm-hmm. later. And she said, I've talked to her spirit since that time. And she said, she sacrificed her life to make people realize that these things are dangerous and they will kill you. Um, and so um, the media covered it up. Um, but you oh, know, they're, still, you they're still covering it up. They're still covering it up. Yeah. But it did, it, she did pass on. I did talk to her spirit and that was her message. She sacrificed her life. So that others lives may be saved. Yeah. So, and I think there's another thing that uh, a lot of people that even though the media is is covering it up and they're still broadcasting safe and effective you know, lies, you know, mm-hmm. that's uh, a, a blatant lie. But what's happening is that people just in everyday life are seeing, uh, you know, a brother, a mother, a father, a loved right. one that is been taken into the, the hospital and a lot of times it's not the, uh, you know, it's not the jab, but it's, it's the side effects. And it's also the medical treatment that they have yeah. been given. Right. I know Robin Oppenshaw did an interview with a couple about a couple in uh, Utah that they were both admitted to the hospital. They both died the same day and they were, uh, inter- she was interviewing their daughter and she said it was just atrocious in the hospital that they insisted that they put the father on a ventilator where he didn't want want to be, uh, that they they are starving these people. They're not giving them fluids. I mean, it is. They're giving them overdoses of remdesivir, well, which in exactly. the United Kingdom have been shown to murder, to basically kill people. Then the hospitals get almost $100,000 of right. taxpayer money for each COVID death. There's something I've, I've been, I was contacted by um, a lady out of Texas here oh, about two weeks ago. And that's what happened to her father. Yeah. Um, he was perfectly healthy, went into the hospital, wasn't feeling quite right. And um, so they stuck this thing on them. And there was that fellow, um, he was involved in a car accident. You showed me the video last week. Oh, 
Oh, he was yeah, in where, outside where he, of Flagstaff. Right. And he woke up. Um, the paramedics gave him, uh, knocked him out with a sedative, brought him to the to this hospital. And he woke up eight hours later in Flagstaff and he had the ventilator on and all this crap and the catheter. He was perfectly healthy too. You know, that's, and he was fine. So he pulled the catheter out. That must've been very painful. painful. Yeah. I pulled the catheter out and took the, took the, uh, the, the fibrillator off or whatever, managed to get out to the nurse's station and said, Hey, what the hell are you doing to my body? And why are you trying to kill me? And all the staff was shocked. And 45 minutes later, he just walked out. He said, forget it. I'm leaving. And you can do that. You know, all you have to do is ask for an AMA against medical advice form where you sign it and you're free to go. They can't force you to stay there. They try. But these hospitals, these hospitals are so greedy. And I think they all should be prosecuted for murder and genocide, which is exactly what they're doing to people, you know. I think, too, that we're seeing. Again, it's that these people that have been coming into these situations that they have, uh, if you you know, talk to the spirit, they have sacrificed themselves to really point out what what is going on, because there is only so much that the uh, I call the legacy media can actually suppress when you start getting people that, you know, or that that are related to you or in your family. Right. That having these this horrid things happen to, it's it, it's bound to get out. So I think this is waking a lot of people up right now. Right. And it is scaring this that one percent establishment. It's scaring them into to being threatened. And I think that it you know, the Canadian truckers and the trucker movement worldwide, they're peaceful. It's like they don't want any kind of violence to happen, Nothing. although uh, apparently that has been something that the uh, the truckers have seen, kind of moles well, well, coming let me, in. Let me tell you, let me tell you something very interesting, a little vignette, and then we can play that, play the uh, the seg- for the for the pre recorded segment. Um, <laughs> Trudeau is such a slime bag. Um, they photographed. They photographed the, the, the protest, the, the demonstrators in Ottawa had this guy show up with a face mask covering his whole face, except for a little slits for the eyes and, and his mouth. And he had a Confederate flag mm-hmm. and the truckers surrounded him and say, hey, you're not part of us. Leave. So he left. But then the guy who photographed him for Trudeau was was uh, was um, on the payroll for Trudeau. He was his photographer. And right. then they leaked that to the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company, the government-owned media thing. And then they're saying that the truckers are there with Confederate flags and they're racist. What a bunch of lies. Total lies. But Trudeau, in his, his speech before, um, in his news conference a couple of days ago, said that the truckers are racist because they had Confederate flags. That was set up by his own government for oh, heaven. sure. He well, set the whole was, thing up. The guy's a liar. Well, oh, it's funny because no uh, I know on um, I was watching actually one of the Fox Five, and and they said that uh, I you know what is it with with Trudeau and all of this uh, the the media up there they're co opting all of these American things the Confederate flag that didn't have anything to do with Canada <laughs> they're uh, you know racism yeah. and here there's people that like I said if you go on the um, the uh, Telegram sites, there's uh, Sikhs, uh, there's Jamaicans, they're very, 
that are uh, hand in hand, shoulder to shoulder with all of the, uh, you know, other truck drivers. I mean, you, you start looking at the crowd there and you see whites, blacks, Native Americans, uh, there, oh, yeah, the RCMP, there was an encampment of um, uh, some of the indigenous people around Ottawa, and uh, they were supporting the truckers. The RCMP stole their firewood. You know, so it, it's just... I guess they don't, they don't, set, don't, don't pay them enough, so they have to steal it. I know uh, yeah. that, you know, the other thing, too, I got to... This, this was out of uh, my friend out of Vancouver. Um, BC, he told, he called me up last week and he said that the Ottawa police were taking away the diesel cans of fuel for the truckers. So they couldn't keep their trucks running at 20 below zero with them. And they're, some of them have babies, little kids too, Mm -hmm. but to, to, to draw, to draw and the, and the, some of the people, not everybody, but some of the people in the, uh, in, in Ottawa police force, they didn't care whether these kids and the families froze to death, 20 below zero. But anyway, the next day they gave the cans back and guess what they found, Carolyn? Water. The cans were full of uh, half gas and a uh, half diesel and half water. And so they, fortunately they didn't use it in trucks. And if they'd done that, they would have caused tremendous damage. So um, people are pretty disgusted. And actually, I've heard uh, rumors that 50% of the Ottawa police forces actually quit. Yes. And a lot of them are disgusted with this kind of tactics. There is a judge in Ottawa, too, who um, who has issued a ruling on behalf of a, uh, of a, of a fellow who I think could be associated with the CCP. I'm not sure. But he was complaining that, um, that, that the honking downtown was giving him pain and mental distress and couldn't sleep at night. But the problem is that they don't do it at night. They just do it during the day. No, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. like you said. Well, the that. judge, well, the, pardon me, but the judge issued a ruling saying that uh, the pro, anybody who honks their horn in Ottawa is subject to a $100,000 fine with a year imprisonment. And, um, and they, you know what the truckers' response is? They carted honking. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a, a 78-year-old gentleman who was honking his horn, and, and he got busted. You know, two cops drug him out of his car. I mean, it's just. I mean, just awful. And yeah, then, I mean, and then, and now that there's a new there's a new um, uh, site for donations to the truckers called Send Give Go. Is that right? Give Give Give, give Send Go. Okay, give send go. Send go. And, and they it, are standing their ground, even though supposedly the uh, Ontario judge, government. This this judge, this, there's this setup case where this judge in Ontario issued an order saying that they have to freeze the the, the funds and the yeah. give send go said we're in the United States. You don't have jurisdiction over us. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's what I mean, it's just yeah. they're going like you know, it's. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, well, the, it's the, the, our money. We're going to get this, it to the people that this. this yeah. Need this it. this gentleman who's a, I think he's associated with the CCP brought a, a a lawsuit where this same judge issued a ruling. He's asking this guy's asking for nine point eight million dollars in pain and mental suffering. <laughs> so. Oh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's it's all you know it's it's such a it's such theater there i have to tell oh, you it is i've never I seen think, this. yeah i think what's going to happen though is that you're starting to see the the uh 
the conservative leader in Canada was ousted. And then there's Peter O'Toole. Yeah. yeah, And O'Toole was ousted. And now the conservatives are standing up against him. And even Singh, who is the leader of the NDP, is saying, we've got to end all of this federally. Now, the thing is, is that in the parliamentary system, what they can do is have, because the, uh, the liberals, which is that Trudeau is the head of the, the liberal party, uh, they didn't get the majority of uh, parliament seats. So they formed a coalition with uh, a, a part of the Bloc Québécois and also the NDP. Well, all the NDP has to do is that they have to say, we're not going to support the liberals anymore. Therefore, you're a minority government and have a uh, vote of non-confidence. But also in Canada, because there's a governor general, the governor general is the only one that can actually dissolve parliament without a vote of non-confidence. And last couple of weeks, the governor general's office has been getting 4,000 calls a day for people saying dissolve the parliament before that they were getting maybe like 50 calls a week so people in canada are just getting totally totally fed up with this all of this that that's 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 going on so i think their politicians are uh they're getting getting the message especially the conservative party yeah, yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more, my friend. Um, I want to tell you with today's show, we're up to um, over 36 million. We've jumped by about a million since last week in the show. And I want to thank everyone so much for listening and supporting um, um, and because uh, I know if we all work together, we can create a much better and happier world. Well, Carolyn, I'm, I'm going to ask Don now to go ahead and play the uh, interview I had with uh, my friend James um, out of, uh, out of Vancouver, beautiful Vancouver. And then we'll be back. It's 47 minutes long. And um, I, I uh, hope you enjoy it. It should be a fascinating. Oh, I want to tell you too, that at three o'clock today, I'll be having a live interview with Santos and Augustine Macha. They're Inca shaman from Cusco, Peru. Uh, the people in their village did not. Um, they only saw the outside world in 1947. And after the Spaniards came in, in the 1530s, they stayed to themselves up at the Andes. They didn't interact with the, uh, with the Spanish civilization until 1947. They came out after World War II. Wow. And, uh, his father doesn't even speak Spanish. He, he speaks Quiche, which is a local you know, Native American uh, dialect. But they're beautiful people, and I know they're going to have a lot of wonderful messages for humanity. And I hope I hope you can all you can all listen to that. So um, every time I go to Peru, I always visit them, and they're my good friends. Um, we had to postpone the trip last November to Peru. It's been rescheduled now to October first, and I think that'll be a good time. My guides tell me that the all the restrictions are falling fast. We should be able to get into Peru just fine by October, and it'll be especially fun because. We're, spo- we're due to shift into the fourth dimension by this August. So I couldn't think of a more incredible place to be than in the fourth dimension at Machu Picchu going into the fifth dimension. So anyway, um, but uh, then Carol and I will come back at the end. So um, anyway, I hope you enjoy this interview and I'll see you everyone in about 45 minutes. Hello, friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and I have a fantastic guest on today, my good friend James Armstrong, coming to us from beautiful Canada, and he'll be channeling Adama, um, the um, the um, 
the uh, uh, the high spiritual leader of, of Telos uh, underneath Mount Shasta. Um, and uh, James, thanks so much for coming on my show today. It's fantastic to have you here. Oh, thanks, Ted. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> well, good. Well, good. We could we could probably have one whole show about what's going on in Canada right now, other than <laughs> Mount Shasta. But um, well, let me just ask you briefly: How is it for you? Where you are? You're in uh, Montreal, aren't you? <laughs> I forget where you are, but somewhere up there. Well, <laughs> for mine, it's where I am. It's relatively low key. Okay, that's good. But there's not there's not too much drama where I am. Really? Okay, not many theaters open for drama, I guess. Okay. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, well, I first want to welcome both you and Adama, our dear friend Adama, uh, on the show today, and I want to thank him so much for coming on. Boy, I, I've got so many questions to ask. What what would you and Adama like to talk about first, though? To be polite, what would you guys like to talk about? Well, let's let's see what comes through. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I guess the first thing I, I'd like to, I'd love to ask is, um, you know, um, Adama, I want to give him a compliment. You were right. You said that after the middle of or the first or the middle of January last month, things would start people would start rising up and there would be a lot of good things happening. And Oh my goodness. It's just wonderful. <laughs> people are finally standing up even here in the United States. Uh, not, uh, you know, I, I'm an American. I live in the, in the U S of course, but it's, um, it's discouraging. Um, I've, because people, some people have become a little, they want this to end, but they've come maybe a little too complacent. I'm not sure. There's a lot of good people out there protesting, but, um, but uh, Dama was, you were right about, after the middle of January, things would really start to pick up and people worldwide would start standing up for their rights. And you're absolutely right. Thank you for, for um, making that, uh, um, that prediction a couple months ago. Are you there, James? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, do you want me to connect? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go right ahead and connect, sure. Okay. I'm going to pause the recording until Adama comes on just to save recording time here. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead, my friend. Is I Adama from Tellos being you well? Thank you so much. How be you? I'm fine, my friend. Thank you so much for being here today. 
I have so many questions, and I know my listeners have many questions today. But I want to thank you so much for your prediction a couple of months ago that the people would start rising up around the world starting in the middle or early January last month. And that's exactly what's happened. And I am so proud of the people, the truckers in Canada and around the world, people who are standing up for their uh, for their rights and liberties, finally. It's always a pleasure to see all the beings stand for their truth. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. It's really the timelines that are raising mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as the factor behind this. Mm-hmm. And all the beings standing in their strength, mm-hmm. in their hearts, well, doing what they think needs to be done in the highest best interest of all involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, what... Um, what do you think, um, how, how long will this carry on through the rest of the year under this timeline? They will, yet. Okay. There, there may be some bumps along the road to stay sure. on the surface. Sure. I remember you talked about that. Yeah. Okay. As all the hybrid beings come in, all the dense energy is brought to the surface. Okay. In itself is bound to cause a few bumps along the road. Sure. Okay. Mm. It's important for everyone mm-hmm. to stay as calm and centered as possible during this transition. Okay. To help anchor the light on Gaia. Okay. Great. Good advice. I, um, I, I, I was given the message here. Um, when was it? When last month, when the truckers started, um, you know, exercising their their rights to protest for freedom of speech last month, that um, we would be shifting a little earlier into the. Um, into the, into the fourth dimension by, uh, well, I, I looked, I first was told October, but then I think it may be August now because everything is speeded up with, with this uh, protest in Canada. Cause it's, it's really, I think propelled the entire world to go on a new timeline for even faster um, ascension. Every time there's a change, mm-hmm. the timelines are altered mm-hmm. as more positive change develops, everything that is going to be speeded up. Right. right. Remember, the, all, the timelines are fluid. So there will be some minor ups and downs. Mm-hmm. As long as you focus on the main positive trajectory, mm-hmm. that will assist all to get there. If everyone does their role. Right. Okay. Okay. That's good advice. Yeah, that's good advice. I know the timelines can change and they're fluid, but um, I, I get s- similar questions about Trudeau and Biden too, the fake president, the so-called uh, president here in the United States who didn't win the election. Um, uh, when do you think, uh, I know it's hard to say the timelines, but I, I, do you see them both being gone by summer or before? Well, it depends on humanity. Mm. whether 
You're going to continue to raise the vibrations. Right, right. Continue to heal and clear within. Mm -hmm. All change happens within first. Mm -hmm. And then on the outside. True, okay. Those two beings are only where they are to help awaken more of humanity. I see. They're not calling the shots. They're but puppets. Right. On the stage. Once their role is finished, they'll be gone. Okay. Okay. That's, um, that's good. I guess that goes also for a lot of governors and premiers, governors of states here in the U.S. and premiers in different provinces in Canada, too. When, they're, when they finish their role, then they'll be gone, too. Okay. Yes, all leaders that have been caught and are not serving humanity will be gone when they are no, no longer needed. Okay. Okay. If if I were them, I would be a little concerned. <laughs> Their future doesn't look very long. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. But life goes on. Sure, right. Any other ways. Right. 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 They're really in need of healing. Mm-hmm. Sure. That healing will be done wherever it needs to be done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on their own timeline. Sure. What will happen in... Yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Yet with these dark ones. Mm-hmm. There can be no, there's no deals for any of them. Mm-hmm. No beings are above universal laws. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever needs to happen to them will be done with the most compassion and love, yet with boundaries. See. They are no longer... Go on. Okay, thanks, James. I thought I'd lost you there. Um, um, I've I've heard... uh, I, I keep seeing Macron being executed by guillotine... Um, by summertime. I don't think he's got long to go. But I know that people in France have been protesting and demonstrating in nearly every village and every city in France for at least the past year, maybe year and a half. I don't know. But they have been vociferously protesting. And I don't see him lasting uh, very long at all. But I know the timelines are fluid, but that's what I'm seeing personally for him. Yeah, many of the leaders that one sees Mm-hmm. Are not the original being, yet are clones. I see. Or actors mm-hmm. in their place. I see. Is Putin a clone or an actor? There are many versions that are used. Mm-hmm. Okay. When they go outside, it's not always the original being. And it all depends on the situation at hand, the safety. Mm-hmm. 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 I know there's a story that um, it was somebody told me about it a couple of weeks ago, where Justin Trudeau took a took a trip down to Florida, went from there to the Bahamas. I'm not sure whether he went to Epstein's Island or not, but he went somewhere in the Bahamas. Uh, in that area, 
and a little island off the coast of Florida. And then when he flew back to Canada, he met his wife and his wife said, you're not the man I married. What happened to my husband? And she started complaining. And then they, they shut her up. I don't know, threatened her, whatever. So that hasn't been talked about since he's also, I've heard, walks around with a um, ankle bracelet on one of his legs. So he can't, he can't go out of the country. Um, I, I'd, I'd love some more information about that, if you, if you don't mind. All one has to do is observe mm-hmm. the characteristics of the being. Is mm-hmm. it different? Yeah. How are the ears? Mm-hmm. The face? Right. If it's totally different from the original being, then it is a clone. Right. Right. Yeah, clones do not last long on Gaia. Mm-hmm. And continually have to be replaced. I see. Hmm. Also, technology is way beyond what humanity knows. Many can have a mask over top. And one would not be able to tell a difference unless really? they look closely. Really? Wow. Okay. Interesting. And the voices. Anything can be copied, mirrored. Mm-hmm. The technology that is available. I see. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And nothing is as it seems. Right. What's happening on the surface. Uh-huh. Nothing. There's so much going on behind the scenes, ready for humanity, mm-hmm. when, the right, when the right moment appears energetically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about energy. Everything happens when energy is in alignment. Mm-hmm. There are no special dates. Mm-hmm. It's all about energy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about our fabulous California governor, Gavin Newsom. I'm just being a little sarcastic when I say fabulous, because most people don't like him. At any rate, he had taken the third, um, they say he'd taken the third booster shot back last December, or late December, early January. And then he immediately got Guillain-Barre disease and was then arrested by the Marines and brought to Guantanamo Bay to a, a prison there and sentenced to death. Um, I, my sources tell me that he was executed on January 26th um, in Guantanamo Bay in Cuba, death by hanging. However, if you were to look at him up on the web, you have a brand new Gavin Newsom there with different ears, different complexion, different facial characteristics, still prancing around like he is still Governor Newsom. When do you think the people will wake up and realize that that the real one's dead? He's replaced by a double or a clone? Many on the surface will need to be told we're not ready to see what's wrong. I see. Only the ones that have eyes to see and ears to hear will notice. Mm-hmm. And only the souls that are ready to go there will be seeing it. Okay, that's interesting. It was funny because right after he had the third booster shot, early January, end of December, um, James, 
um, he um, he disappeared from the public view for about a week, maybe 10 days, two weeks. And at the same time, there were advertisements, advertisements in Los Angeles asking for someone to play the to play his role as governor. <laughs> so they apparently found somebody <laughs> and brought this entity out. So it's, it's just it's it's just interesting. You kind of wonder how many of the so-called leaders are actually the original ones, you know, so. Not many. Not many. Okay. Okay. It's all for the show, for the movie. Yeah. Okay. For needs to play this way, to awaken as many humanity as possible. Uh Well, okay. Well, in that, if you look at it that way, my friend, then, Biden and, and Justin Trudeau are doing a great job waking people up. I mean, they couldn't be any worse. <laughs> so, you know, people either wake up or die. One always needs to see a bigger picture, mm-hmm. not react to everything that they do. Sure. Okay. They're all they're doing is playing their role. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. That's true. That's true. It's funny. I, I, I've heard also that Hillary Clinton was executed at Guantanamo Bay sometime last year. But before she was, there were several different clones. And there's one uh, where Bill Clinton is standing next to Hillary Clinton. And and she and she shrunk in height about a foot. <laughs> and they had pictures of her like after she was cloned, really short. And before she was cloned, she was much taller. But it's it's funny when you look at it, you know, to to realize you know, what, what's going on. But there is a purpose to everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens by chance. I see. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I I uh, I agree with you, and I my friend Albert Einstein on the other side. Has has told me that um, God, um, that the, the uh, we we live in a deterministic universe where God doesn't play with dice, where things happen for a reason. So obviously, that's totally fits in with what you, what you're saying too. So, and it's so important for everyone to do their inner work, especially in these times, to heal and clear. So much dense energy is coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. All, one, all one needs to do is let go, go release it from the energy fields. Mm-hmm. These dense energies want to come out. Mm-hmm. When it does, let it go. Watch it turn to bright white light and disappear okay. into something else. Okay. Mm-hmm. And find a common denominator to unite. There's no need for division, right? Competition. Mm-hmm. See who's better. Mm-hmm. There's no need for that, right? Despite right. the differences, mm-hmm. find something that we united under, like freedom, okay. abundance for all beings. Mm-hmm. 
And and we're all one, aren't we, Adama? Regardless of where we live, what language we speak, we're all one. We're all sparks of the creator, if you will. All beings are. Mm-hmm. Just some beings have chosen a different physical body. That is all. Sure, right, right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you this question, uh, Adama. After we shift into the higher dimensions in the next couple of years, and I do see us on track to do that, will the people of Telos be able to walk among us, for example, around Mount Shasta, which should, which would, would be in a higher dimension? And all humanity on the surface united mm-hmm. and in peaceful existence, then we'll show ourselves on the surface. Okay, great. Wow. Okay, wonderful. Wonderful. Mm. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it, Adama? I know I've been here a long time waiting for this moment in human history. And um, I'm, I'm really quite excited about our future and very happy about our future, too. Yet, is it a long time? When one views it as eternal spiritual being, mm-hmm. it's but a blink of an eye. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. So, it seems long humanity on the surface because it's a linear time that everyone ex- is experiencing mm-hmm. yet reality is non-linear right right that's true it is non-linear mm-hmm. 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 yeah when I have to ask you this question Adama, um, when um, Atlantis imploded upon itself, you know, they destroyed their own civilization about 12,500 years ago. Was it the same, uh, you know, was it the same kind of happenings with what was going on there, the same kind of conflict? I know we're going to make it this time, but we didn't back then. But was it the same kind of, many of the same spirits back then playing out their roles in the ascension that are here now that were they were they back doing like was it sort of like a, the same kind of movie going on back then different outcome but i'd be curious to see what your perspective is on that indeed hmm. okay exact same movie playing out yet different actors oh. different characters yet back then there were two competing timelines. Okay. Now, there's only one. Ascension. I see. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice to know, isn't it? <laughs> that's really good to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This plan is multidimensional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spans many levels. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious too. I hope you don't mind me asking, but for many negative entities, will will they be gone um, by the end of this year? After the event. Oh, I see. I mean, no more darkness. Okay. The 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 anti on the surface still needs to do their work. Sure. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Is the event you're referring to the shift into the higher dimensions, and or does it include like a solar flash? Um, Just curious. The event I'm referring to is an energetic event to sweep darkness off Gaia once and for all. Mm-hmm. It's not the ascension, but p- part of the process. Right, right, right. The still needs to do their work to get there. Right, right, right. If we do our work, under that scenario, how soon could that happen? I guess tomorrow, huh? <laughs> Today. <laughs> Everyone did it. But yet it's going to be slow for many. Mm-hmm. Right. And faster for some, depend on what choices are made, decisions. Mm-hmm. The doors are always there. Mm-hmm. But no one from the higher dimension. Mm-hmm. So they'll push one through the door. Each one needs to do it themselves through the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't wait for people to meet you and the other people of Telos when, 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 you know, when, when our, when we've we've ascended basically we've moved into the higher dimensions here and we're as one people i I just can't wait it's going to be a beautiful moment be well worth the wait okay great because many humanity is possible on board right right we're all waiting with joy and pleasure Mm -hmm. and love and gratitude Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. open arms Mm -hmm. That's what President Kennedy told me a year ago. He said, leave no one behind and try to take as many people as possible with you for the ascension. And he also said that um, if you want to change the world, look no farther than your family, which I thought was real, really interesting what he said. It's always through the heart. It's always within. It needs to be looked at first. And shifted. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be mirrored on the outside. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. How long, how long do people live in, in Telos, Adama? As long as we want. Really? Wow. That's wonderful. It's up to the soul to choose where we are. 
I see. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Whether one's mission is complete or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to ask you, this is a question um, I think James and I have discussed before, but it's an interesting one. Um, does cloning violate God's laws of reproduction and procreation in the sense that they're extending somebody past, um, you know, past their own longevity. And I know the cones don't have souls in them. Is, is that, but is that breaking karmic law or some sort of universal law, cosmic law? If one's being forced against their will, and the soul is just being put in there by force. Mm-hmm. It is a violation of universal law. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. How would how would the perpetrators of like of that? I know that the Greys and the reptilians do that all the time. I mean they they make they they create people and create all kinds of species, but they they don't care about asking permission. Don't care about I mean. I mean, they do things by force, basically. Um, is there some sort of price that they'll have to pay someday? Or how, how does that work exactly? All actions one takes are eventually mirrored back to oneself. I see. Oh. Back to oneself. If it be in, is a threat to the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And does not want to change, then it'll be recycled. I see. Okay. Either start a new path, or it's energy to go somewhere else. Mm. Okay. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> I've heard that um, approximately half of China has been cloned. And they have whole armies of clones. Um, And I've heard that some Chinese generals, that's why they don't care whether they get into war or not. If they get into war and they lose an army, they figured, well, we'll just clone some more. Is that that true or close to the truth? Many countries have clones. Okay. China's done the most. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. But they will not succeed. They what? I'm sorry, what? What a number. They will not succeed. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, in our own secret space program, this is a question I've had for many years. And um, I know that they got help from the Nazi scientists in this secret space program after World War II. Um, Some of the scientists, uh, they they have technology to extend their lives. So let's say that a person was supposed to live maybe to 80 or 90 years old, but they're able to extend their, to regress their body down to 30 years old and have them keep living on and on. Does that violate some sort of cosmic law as to when they're supposed to leave? For example, with these Nazi scientists? If it's by force again, I against see. the soul's will, okay. then yes, it is a transgression. I see. Okay. 
but if the soul's willing to do it, that's a different matter, I assume. Yes, if the soul agrees for any action, mm-hmm. then the soul needs to take be accountable for it. I see. Okay. Um, some of the babies being born now from parents who've taken the shots, some of them are black eyed. They have no pupils. They have no love, no compassion, no chakras. They have no tie into God. They are biological entities and their DNA is mixed with grays and reptilians and humans. There are other babies which are half reptilian, half human, half frog and half human, half dog and half human, and half reptilian and half human. And I've seen pictures. The pictures are awful. Uh, The souls which are in these bodies, could you tell me something? I don't see them accelerating. I don't see them going into the ascension cycle. They're they're, uh, unnatural. They're from the shot program. Uh, which many people were forced into taking. Um, A lot of people took it because they thought it was, you know, they were brainwashed, but other people were forced into taking it. Um, How do you look at those, those things? Uh, And I, and I think this maybe relates to Atlantis as well, because I know during the Atlantean times, they were also experimenting, mixing different species and and animals and fish and all kinds of things um, back then. The being is not able to raise their vibrations. Being love, the heart, one will not go through the ascension, but go somewhere else. I see. Okay. Okay. One always has to be in the heart. The heart's important. Mm-hmm. The key. Mm-hmm. And to raise one's vibrations. But ascension is open to all beings that can do this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Have you, um, have you seen the, um, have you seen the new coin of Ghana, by the way? It's an interesting coin. I'll show it to you here. It's, um, it's a one ounce silver coin that was minted last year. And it's got a picture of a gray alien holding a syringe, two syringes, two syringes. Um, and it's um it's, it's so crazy um is that is that a message to humanity is that they're telling us in plain sight what they're doing darkness always does this they always have everything they want to do hidden in plain sight that's right. how they operate okay so they get around the laws okay. for a short period right and now it's all catching up to them they're not able to hide anymore. Right. What they've done, they'll be accountable to. Okay. Okay. Here's the coin. You can see the gray alien there. And he's got two um, two syringes with him. That's on the coin of Ghana for 2021. It's a one-ounce silver coin. You can buy them on the internet. Um. It's pretty clear what what they're doing. They've also um, here's a um, here's a black eyed baby here. They don't have a pupil. They just have black eyes. They're a mixture of gray and human 
alien uh, DNA. So uh, anyway, it's from the shots. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Okay. To show humanity what's been going on. Sure. It's up to humanity to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to say no. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. Right. It's not always nice to see those pictures. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, there is a reason. Right. For everyone's role. Mm-hmm. True. True. Not every being is ready to move on. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, if I could, Adam, I'd like to ask you a fun question. Um, do you, you have lots of different animals in the hollow earth? Do you have any dinosaurs there that, that, and that do the animals talk to people when talk to people of Telos? Not in Telos itself. For those beings in the large area. They're, they're telepathic. Oh, really? Well, okay. Okay. Wow. And and as and as we shift into the higher, as I we, we raise our frequencies, we'll be able to talk to animals as well telepathically, won't we, here on the surface? Yes. All and all beings. Trees, plants, Everything. Mm-hmm. Wonderful future awaits humanity, and it's now. Mm-hmm. As you go through this transition. Uh huh. Well, that's always cool. keep that in mind. Bright, beautiful future. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, my my program. The purpose of my show is to make this world a better place and to raise consciousness for the ascension and. What you just said really, really is wonderful, wonderful news. That's what I, I believe too. So, um, and I think it's important not to let the, not to let anything get you down. Try to maintain the highest vibration as possible because we, we're progressing at a rapid rate right now. Oh my God. And I want to thank a big thank you to all the truckers in Canada for standing up against Trudeau and the fascism he represents. And we've got even people here in the United States. Now the truckers in the United States are, having their own convoy too. And other countries like um, Belgium, I know has, has a convoy, Australia, New Zealand, uh, where else? I know there's some other countries in, in Europe too that are standing up now to this. And I've heard that there's a lot of demonstrations in South America that you never hear on the news, of course, but I've heard that there are demonstrations there as well. So people are really, really waking up, Adama. Yeah, they're rapidly waking up. All beings are playing a role. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's so much love being sent to humanity mm-hmm. within Telos, inner earth, hollow earth, mm-hmm. and brothers and sisters off world. All are sending our love. Mm-hmm. Nice. And with this, I bid you well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pleasure speaking our truth from Telos. Mm-hmm. And as always, is our truth, our perspective. Mm-hmm. 
We don't expect anyone to believe everything. Mm-hmm. The user discernment. Hmm. Hmm. Till we speak again. Sure. Sure. Adonis? Oh, go ahead, my friend. He's, uh, he's, he's left. Oh, he did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Adelma. This is great. Thank you so much, my friend. <laughs> I just heard you're welcome. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was going to ask. What's so gonna much, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to ask what's going to happen to the negative entities like Justin Trudeau and, and, and uh, Joe Biden. Will they become dog food at some rendering plant somewhere or, or what, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to feed. I wouldn't want to feed them to any pets. Believe me. But no. So much was coming through, Ted. I could in my ears and everything was. So I did my best to keep up, but so much coming through. Oh, you did fine, James. You did really well. You did really well. Well, you know, I think when this is all done, all over the world, Canada, the United States, everywhere, government, people will realize they don't need to have a big government, um, um, you know, to control their lives. They want freedom. There'll still be a government. This is what Nostradamus has said. There'll still be a government, James, but it'll be it'll be smaller in size because people will know how to interact with each other. So you won't meet any kind of heavy military, heavy police forces uh, like we have today. And um, the other thing that's going to happen, too, we will have a government. It'll be smaller, according to Nostradamus, but it'll be there to regulate relations between humanity and um, extraterrestrial off-world civilizations, which I think would be a good thing, you know, Um, because like if you have a flock of Oh, I'm sorry, what? I said beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Thanks. And, you know, if you have a, a flock of geese, you don't have geese police to make sure that the individual birds fly faster than they should or, or they write feeding tickets or wing tickets more than they flying too fast. They know what to do. They, they all have their they just they just know instinctively, you know. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah. we people will know what to do and how to act, which I think is a, is a really good way. I'm looking forward to that day, actually. And and if you look at people nowadays, most people, people have a good sense of moral sense. You know, they may not follow their morals, but they do have it, you know, you know, sometimes yes. they ignore it, but they do have it, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so, and that's a good thing, you know, yeah, that's a good thing. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. It may take a bit, but we'll get it. Yeah, we'll get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking at, um, let me look at, um, what's his name, Trudeau. Let's see how, how long he's going to be in office. Will he be in office a month? No. Uh, three weeks? Three more weeks. <laughs> okay, let's see how, how, many, how many days, hours, minutes, Biden will be in, in, in the fake presidency. Will he be here for two more months? No month and a half no a month about a month first first trudeau and then biden will exit a week later so 
That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Keep on this higher timeline. Yeah. Yeah. And we all, we're all, we're all powerful spiritual beings and we just need to create it. I think, you know, yeah, that's right. That's right. We just need to, we need to work hard and create it and it will happen too. It will happen. James, do you have any words of wisdom to people out there interested in making the world a better place? For example, I guess, if you're a trucker, get in your truck and start driving to Ottawa <laughs> or Victoria. If you're in BC, drive to Victoria, the provincial capital. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just think we all need to kind of do our best to stay in our hearts and follow our um, what guidance we receive. Right, right. And try and stay as positive as Right, right. Thank you. That's very good advice. Thank you, my friend. Well, I hope to see you on one of my trips to Shasta this year. I'll be going in August, and I think by then, I'll go at the end of June, too. So if you get border opens up before then, but I, I think by then, certainly the border will be open. You'll be able to come down just fine. So, Oh, yeah. Well, eventually, we'll get together again, Ted, Absolutely. in person in Mount Shasta. Oh, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. It'll be an awesome trip. Every, every trip is awesome. Yeah, that's true. It is. It is, my friend. <laughs> it is. I've been going up on the on Admiral Halosaurus's, uh, uh mothership. He's given me quarters up there on deck uh, 34. And often I'll go up and spend time, just hang out. When I get tired of 3D here, I'll go up there. <laughs> so... I think I'll go up there tonight, actually. So I go on the astral plane. So oh, it's very light, very beautiful place to go. Lots of good energy. Well, James, thank you so much for coming on today. And do you have any final words for my listeners around the world? Just remember, we have a bright, beautiful future, no matter what the the news tells us. Okay. And the whole down through our hearts. And maybe we'll get through this. Mm-hmm. And I know we will, my friend. I know we will. That's great. That's great. Well, James, you have a beautiful day. I'm so glad you could uh, bring on Adama onto the show today. I know we all, I always love hearing from him and his words of wisdom. And keep up your good work, too. Keep keeping the, the you know bringing in lots of love and light to you and your family and friends. You're doing wonderful work up there. Thanks, Ted. It's always uh, amazing coming on your show and uh, doing this. And uh, I hope everyone stays well. Thank you, my friend. We will. (laughs) We will. All right, James. (laughs) You have a beautiful day, my friend. Thanks so much for coming on my program. Appreciate it. Thanks. You too, Ted. All righty. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview with my friend James Armstrong coming to us from beautiful Vancouver, Canada. James is a wonderful fellow. Um, he had his eyesight restored to, to uh, 2020 vision, 2010, 2020 vision uh, back in 2018 when he was with me um, um, on, on Mount Shasta. Um, I had the same thing happen to me, too. So I used to have 2050 vision in one of my eyes, very blurry, farsighted vision, and uh, they, they healed it one night. 
Um, I, um, uh, Dama asked me if I, if I wanted to see clearly now that I can see spiritually clearly. And he said, yes. And I said, yes. And so I woke up the next morning and all the trees were crystal clear. And I said, oh my God, it really happened. And then after that, or just before that, actually the previous trip, the previous year, they gave me a new heart and they said it comes with a, with a thousand year warranty. And, um, <laughs> just kidding about the warranty, but they gave me a new heart. They said, I, I've been working 24 seven for, for many years and not taking many breaks. And they wanted me around for a while. So it's, um, uh, I appreciated their help so much. And I want to tell, uh, tell people, of course, that out of this world radio is a listener supported nonprofit program. And if you'd like to donate anything's really appreciated, you can go to my BBS website where you're listening now, or, um, that's at https colon forward slash forward slash bbsradio.com forward slash out of this world radio. Or you can go to my other website, uh, uh, out of this world, uh, 1150.com. We will have some new websites, um, as well. Uh, hope to get them online in the next week or two out of this world, um, radio uh dot us and also out of this world radio dot net and all also out of this world radio dot org so you can put d- different things and they should work it's going to take a couple of weeks but we'll get them get them on board and i especially want to thank my dear friends manuela in switzerland and her friends for arranging the other the other websites for me i really appreciate all their their wonderful help um on, um, and also want to remind everyone about the Galactic Wisdom Conference. That's March 12th and 13th. Carolyn's helping with that. Great, great friend to help me out on that. The website itself is www.galacticwisdomconference.com. And um, at three o'clock today, um, I'll be bringing on my good friends, um, Santos and Augustine's Amacha. They're from Cusco, Peru. And we'll be going back to Peru this uh this October, and I'm told that all these restrictions will be gone. It should have a fabulous trip. Uh, for more information, please send me an email to out of this world 1150 at gmail.com, or you can write me at out of this world um, radio at protonmail.com. I just got a new, recently got a new email account with Proton, excellent service. So, anyway, um, Carolyn, love your couple of comments. If you'd like to wrap, help me wrap up today, and then uh, we'll see you all at three o'clock. Uh, Pacific time, which is a little over about an hour and 40 minutes from now. Well, I agree with uh, Adama and Jason is that it's all about the heart is live, live in the heart. And we, you know, and, and as we heard from Professor Laszlo today, it's all about uplifting. So I think the thing is, if we live in our hearts and follow our, follow our hearts, follow our intuition and be in that up, uplift of our spirit that uh, you know we are going to be making uh we're going to tap into that morphogenic field we're going to be making this planet and this this universe a better a, a place a place where we can all all thrive and be healthy happy so it's like live laugh and love mm-hmm. and light absolutely absolutely my friends well carolyn thank you so much you're so sweet to join me today and i want to thank everyone so much for their beautiful support you know if we all work together we can and will make this world a much better place and take care everyone hope you have all a beautiful day thanks so bye. much everyone bye-bye love to everyone bye-bye love to everyone absolutely bye-bye, bye-bye. cheers bye-bye.